Blog Talk Radio. Black woman, that jet black woman, best respect that woman, the black woman is God, black woman, that big black woman, you can never check that woman, the black woman is God, mother of the earth, queen of the land, call me mama new, watch me expand, swallow up the sun, give birth out my glands. That's what we call a resurrection. I think it's time to turn your lights on. I think it's time to change your white on. Sneaking up on you just like a python. <laughs> Isis is really ice on. We the gods manifest in the flesh, nigga. In the form of double X, nigga. I want my throne back. I set, nigga. I burn your shit down. Stop met, nigga. We all waited, debated, anticipated. Was hated, miseducated. By both who ejaculated. Ravens and violators and mother nature's haters Cause we born immaculated So now we changing the orders We be the total recorders Removing all of the borders Stopping the slaughter So I'm calling the daughters From out the pre-mortal waters With legs around the waist Call her mommy water And she the Black woman That jet black woman Yeah, that's respect that woman Why? Black woman is God Black woman Oh, 
honest.
Girl, you know 
The Angry Divas Radio Show. The Angry Divas is live weekdays on blogtalkradio.com at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our website. That's www.angrydivas.com. Angry Divas. Get it right, boo. This has been another Big House production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. Radio Show. Radio Show. Don't worry. 
Of the angry, 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 it's the angry diva of the angry, 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 it's the angry diva of the angry, 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 it's the angry diva of the angry, 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 it's the angry diva of the angry divas radio show on blogtalkradio.com. So what you gonna do? It's the angry divas radio show with triple dark goddess as the host. Airing live weekdays on Blog Talk Radio at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our website at www.angrydivas.com. This has been another Big House production. The Angry Divas. The angry deeper of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry, 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 it's the angry deeper of the angry. Yeah, baby. All right. Y'all want this party started, right? Let's go ahead on and get into it. Welcome, peace, everybody in the chat room and everybody on the call line. Y'all know I don't usually like guests.
chats in my chat room. So I do appreciate we got a Mentita writer in the building. Welcome, sis. Musings by me. And I even have a caller on the call line. That's wonderful. All right. So it's Moonday Madness, and I wanted to weigh in on a couple of things. First of all, y'all, pardon me, the show got got started around 1230 because Diva was out getting ready for what they're now calling Snowmageddon. Jesus, could we be any more dramatic? <laughs> Snowmageddon is what they're calling this damn shit. So it's supposed to be like 75 mile an hour winds and stuff. It's supposed to be like, you know, two, three, four feet of snow and just some more other craziness. And it's just it's been an interesting weekend for me. I hope y'all had a great weekend. Yesterday we kicked off uh, our monthly. I'm going to start doing it one time a month and see how it goes from there. Our Dark Goddess Soul Day service on Sundays at 11 a.m. <laughs> I have a blast doing them. It's always a good time. I try to keep it high-spirited, but, you know, shit happens. But I, I wanted to talk today about building a better village for children and how that should start with their mothers. And, you know, I have been talking about this since we started the show, this mother wound. And I we did a three-part series last year, and I now have organized a – it's a teleconference. I'm going to put this together because it just seems so needed, you know, so much more than just what we did. So many sisters still hitting me up saying to me, you know, I appreciate the show. I still see them people checking out the old show from way back when, the old blog post from way back when. So I put together this teleconference, Healing the Mother Wound Teleconference, and we will be getting together with that. It's only $25, um, and I have put it for members, but I'm actually, everybody, it's only $25 for everybody. And we're going to meet together about an hour and a half, and we're going to talk about some of these things and how we can heal some of this woundedness and address this stuff in ourselves. But really, I wanted to talk with you all about this village, this idea of the village. Um, you know, I've heard this a lot myself. It takes a village to raise a child. That's not untrue. But it takes more than just the village. And what I'm seeing happen, and I have been commenting on this all my life. This is not anything new per se, and certainly nothing new for you to hear me say. But it starts with the mother. And if the mother is broken and wounded and jacked up, then she's going to breed and cultivate broken, wounded, jacked up kids. You think you're doing better if you want to, honey. But I'm here to let you know you're not. You're not because you can only give what you are. So if you are not dealing with those parts of yourself, that's going to come out. I know I've been there. I've done that. I'm still doing it. It's not just any one person. It's all of us. It's a part of being human, unfortunately. And so I want to talk about the mothers, and I want to talk about this weird expectation that black women have that – Women like me who have no children should step up and help you with your fucking children. But, and there's always a but. You see, that unto itself is not necessarily a problem. It's not a problem. This whole concept of the village is not a problem. The problem is, if I, interest of turning your child into something better than what she is now, say something to her and I know that she can go and whine to you and you will clap bad on me. I'm not investing in you, kid. I'm not. I don't give a fuck about your child. How about that? Moreover, see, black parents don't reinforce the trainings and the teachings that the village gives their children. I got a perfect freaking example for y'all. Saturday. I'm gearing up. We we did this on Saturday. Our seven weeks of revitalizing the divine feminine frequency. 
And we started that yesterday, or Saturday, excuse me. It was the first day, the first week, actually, our Kickstarter call. So while I'm gearing up, about a half hour before the call, she doesn't know this. But my cousin gets my aunt's phone, and she texts me and says, hey, Diva, what's up? I said, hey, how you doing? I'm fine. Do you have any work? Because I need money. Mm. Pause. We are talking about a 17-year-old woman who has a 2-year-old child. Now, see, don't do womanly shit if you're not womanly to grow up. That's the problem. That's a big fucking problem. And you know what? I'm going to hold black motherhood responsible for that, too. You have got to raise your daughter to be worth something more than being a cum dumpster baby mama. There's got to be something more for her future than that. We have got to stop training our daughters to be this way. So the child is 17 years old, and she's got a child herself. And, you know, there's a whole story involved with that, but that's neither here nor there. You need money because you got your child. You hit up your cousin because you know your cousin runs her own shit. I don't have a problem with that. We should keep our money in the family. But A, you don't fucking respect me. B, you don't respect what I do. And C, I would be compromising and jeopardizing the very flow of prosperity and abundance into my life to let your disrespectful, low vibrational ass have access to it. That's not being a good steward over what's mine. It's not. That's a lesson I know. So she said, I need money. I says to her, is that the way that you inquire about employment? Because if so, no one is going to hire you with a wink. She sends back, LMAO, no, it's not. I wrote about this on my Facebook, and I told you all I'd have an update. Well, here's the update. Here's what happened after that. <laughs> here the fuck is what happened after that, okay? So <laughs> the child is laughing. She thinks the shit is funny. She goes, no, LOL, it's not It's not the way that I do it. And so after, you know, she did that, and I wrote, I wrote this. I'll just read it to you. I realized at that point, A, she did not take it seriously that I own my own business. She has no respect for what I do, nor interest in it. She simply wants me to pay her. She probably will half-ass it. And because her mother has clearly failed to properly rear and teach her otherwise, I'm going to have to cuss an adult bitch out about her poor case product of her damn coochie. That's A. Point B, she is clearly an irresponsible person. Okay? Clearly, the broad is irresponsible. You're 17 years old with a baby. You have no job and no sense of respect to get you what you need and want in life. You don't even have the wherewithal to know, if I want this thing, I got to at least act like it. You, that's got to be like showing up to a, damn, you couldn't even talk to a bitch at McDonald's that way and get a job. What the fuck? How are y'all raising your children? You know what? And then black mothers will turn around and say that white people are just racist and that's why they won't hire our children. I wouldn't hire your fucking children either. What? Oh, hell no. We gotta stop blaming racism on this crap. You can't send your kids out there like this and expect other people to give a damn about them. The world doesn't care about your children. Have you not been paying attention that children are not off limits in this sick-ass system? In fact, they're the primary target. you got to train your children better than this shit. All right? Here's number C, or let us see. This is the way for your family to attack my financial prosperity and abundance. This particular part of the family literally only comes around whenever I am coming up. They exist solely to ensure that that doesn't happen. 
And so my demons exist to fuck them up for vibrating so low as to be used against me for such a purpose. So in the building of the better village, here's the thing. There are some children who are worth you investing in. There are some children that are already a lost cause. Don't waste your fucking time and your effort. I would much rather help a girl who didn't already sex her way into obscurity with a baby by the time she's 17 than a girl who is already in the deficit. I'm not putting my fucking bet behind somebody who's losing. I am not going to invest in somebody who's already losing. You're losing at life. You failed the first damn law of nature. Self-preservation. You failed. Hell no, I ain't hiring you. Oh, hell no. So I waited on it. Because I made that realization, and I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to get ready for this teleconference call. And I'm in this feminine space at that point. You know, I'm in a very feminine energy, and I had to rise my divine masculine energy up because there was no way in hell I was going to receive that bullshit. There was no way I was going to allow myself to receive that shit and then get on a conference call and tell other women not to do the same fucking thing that I was just about to do. No. So I put my masculine sword up. Dawn the energy of masculine so that I could deal with this silly child. I chastised her. I told her she needed to, I said, give me a few days to forget about this and then try again. She sends right back, okay, sorry, are you hiring? I let it go. I told her I was getting ready to do a conference call. I did my conference call and I chewed on it for a little while. And so then this morning, I figured, you know, the girl inquired on Saturday. It's Sunday, Monday. Let me say something. Let me, you know, try to do something here. And so I send a text to her mama. And I say to her mama, you know, please let your daughter know I'm not going to be able to hire her. Speak with her, please, about her attitude and how she approaches people for employment. I would speak to her on it, but I don't think it's worth the effort. She likely will just ignore me and keep it rocking. You do not inquire about employment half-assed, certainly not with my work. She should know what the company does, how to curry favor with a potential employer, and more. If I hired her, it would show I have no respect for my own business or the flow of prosperity in my life, period. Okay? And so here, this is where it gets interesting, all right? Because this is classic black mother bullshit right here. If you're a black mother and this sounds like you, check yourself, motherfucker, before you wreck yourself, okay? Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We expect each other to give a fuck about the children when the rest of the world doesn't. Then we cry, whine, and complain about how black people don't help black children. No, fuck that. This is helping them. You cannot conduct yourself that way in the world and be successful. So you do not do that shit. You put your best foot forward. And that's what I told the girl. You always put your best foot forward. Play to win. Play to win. So I told her all good stuff. You know, I I didn't cuss at her. I didn't go off on her. I understood I was talking to her even though she's 17. She's about 13 fucking years old mentally and emotionally, you know. Because her mother has retarded her. Her mother did that shit to her. Black mothers, yes, love your daughters. But can we also train them how to be self-sufficient, intelligent people? I don't know. Is it like, is there a new child on the earth, on the planet? Is there like a new black girl that's weaker and slower and, and not as quick as the rest of us? Is that what's happening? Because truth be told, I can't really give a fuck about that. 
it's survival of the fittest on this motherfucker. It is. You know, when I was a, teen, a teenage child, when I was a teen, I had to be smart, I had to be savvy, I had to be quick, because it was life or death. And I'm thankful for that, because that means I'm going to always bounce back, no matter what. No matter what happens in my life, I will always find a way to make it fucking back. So her mother, see, and this is exactly why I will not waste another ounce of my sacred energy on black women's children. This is it right here. If you're a black woman and you have a child and I invest in your child, it is because I know that you will not undo the work that other people invest in your children. You cannot call for the village to help you raise up your child the way they should go so they don't depart from it. Then you coddle fuckery and weakness in your goddamn child. You can't do that shit. That's like you tell the child one thing, the child runs to the weak-ass daddy, and daddy gives the child exactly what the child wants. And then you're sitting there sputtering and stuttering and like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? That completely undermines and blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing. And this is why the village failed. We've got a bunch of black women out here. They're single baby mamas. They don't have husbands. They don't have partners. They don't have families. They don't know how to rely on other people. They don't know that other people have a role. So they take it personal. They take it real personal when you correct their child, but you won't correct your child first. That's a problem. I didn't grow up that way. My mother maybe corrected me a little bit too much, but at least the motherfucker corrected me. She didn't fail me. She didn't let me go out here and think I could do whatever the fuck and it was never going to be a consequence. You know? What she tried to do is teach me don't do this because there's a consequence. And what I did instead is said, fuck the damn consequence. There's a blessing and a consequence for everything. And if just like there's a consequence to be paid and some other person gets the blame and it's not their fault, I could find a fake goat. How hard is that? I could find a sacrifice. How hard is it? I had to learn. I don't have to be the one to take the hit. I don't have to be the one to sit and see the sacrifice. I don't have to be the one to go without all the time because that's what the world said because I'm black and female. Oh, hell no. Resiliency, temerity, a backbone. Something more than laying on your back and being some boy's cum dumpster. That is all black girls are worth these days. That is not how we're going to change our future as black women. And it's going to be very difficult. You know, I have tried this time and time again. And some of the reasons that black women's children are the most difficult children to help is not that the children can't be helped. It's their mothers. I do not want to have to war through you broads and your insecurities and your craziness. And I tell you, People went through the same shit trying to help me with my mother, who was insanely jealous and insecure about someone else being able to do for her child what she couldn't. You can't do everything for your children. In fact, because you love your kids, because you understand the world is fucked up more often than not, especially if you're a mother who loves your children, you're going to want to protect them from that. But in some of that protection, what you do is you disable them. A 17-year-old who knows how to fucking make a baby should know how to ask somebody about a job. If you can lay on your fucking back, bitch, and make a fucking baby, you'll never be able to ask about a fucking job. What kind of world are we living in? So she don't come back at me talking about, yep, you told her right, and thank you, because she needs to know how to act, and she knows she was trained better than that. No, I didn't hear none of that shit. I didn't get none of that. Let me read you what I got back. Let me tell you what I got back. I got back the following. I think you already chastised her about it. She wasn't trying to be disrespectful with you. She is 17 and still learning. Let me tell you something about 17 and still learning. My motherfucking wide black ass. 
You know why your 17-year-old with a 2-year-old baby is still learning? Because you have yet to put your foot in her fucking ass and dare her to grow. That's why. Yes, it takes love and it takes discipline. You have got to train them up right. You can't just let them do stupid shit and leave them open to the whims of the world and then expect the world to care. Listen, auntie, if she had went to Walmart and tried that bullshit and they played her, would you go into Walmart to tell them she's 17 and she's still learning? Give her a chance. Would you? Would you kick your daughter's ass and say you just blew another opportunity? Grow up. At what point in life do the children take responsibility? You know, I'm talking about another sister of mine, sister friend of mine, and she's got a 17-year-old, right? And I don't know. Her daughter 17 the same time my cousin 17. And I don't know if it's just what happened in the world at the time that, you know, the children came through or what. But I got to tell you, these kids are damn useless. So her daughter, she didn't train her everything she know how. Her daughter just want to fuck and fuck and fuck and fuck and fuck and motherfucking fuck herself into fucking obscurity, you know? What the hell's wrong with these girls? I was so damn afraid of a fucking baby, there was no way in hell I was messing with it. Are you kidding me? There was no way. It just wasn't going to happen. I don't understand. I can't relate to those children. I wasn't that child. Some of y'all who was, you know, little teenage hot and ass hoes, y'all need to help these broads. I don't understand that. I can't relate to it. I can't, you know? My future was more important to me than fucking and, and maybe getting a baby or some other form of disease from some boy. My future was more important to me than that. So I immersed myself in learning how to, I had a cover letter and a fucking resume by the time I was 17. It couldn't even work. You kidding me? What is wrong with you children? Something is wrong with you children. They have retarded you motherfucking children. Y'all are useless today. Today's kids are useless completely. These children are 17, about to graduate high school, go off into the world, and they are fucking useless. And they are useless because I'll tell you exactly what it is. Black women's children are useless because once you have more than two children, you have failed your entire family. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is why people are only having one and two. When you have anything more than even three children, you're liable to fail your children. You can't give them your all. It takes so much more of your work to be able to have the money, the capital it takes to raise these little motherfuckers. From infancy to at least 18, if not putting them through college on top of it, it takes a lot of work. I don't envy you. It's a thankless job. I want no parts of it. Do not expect me to care about your damn children when you don't care enough to train them properly. What is happening? What is going on? You know, what the fuck happened to the idea of the village anyway? When my father talked to me about the village when he was a boy, he said if he was up the street doing some fuck shit and Miss Johnson saw him, Miss Johnson was going to whip his little black ass call his mama, march his ass up the fucking street, if not sit him there and wait for his mama to come get him, and he got another ass whipping when he got home. His mother didn't go to Miss Johnson's house and say, bitch, who you is? Put your hand on my son. You ever think that maybe, just maybe, black woman, because of your fucking ego, the village don't want nothing to do with your children? Maybe, black woman, because of your uncouth personality, the village don't give a fuck about your kids? Because they realize that your children are a lost cause. There's no point in investing in your children. Let's stop calling it racism. 
What the fuck is the black community producing? Are we producing the next lawyers and judges? Are we producing the next doctors? Are we producing the next scientific minds that are going to go out and explore? No, we're not. Y'all are producing cum dumpsters. Y'all are producing bullshit, and it's the mother's fault. It is the fucking mother's fault. I hold you 150,000% responsible. It is always mother's fault. You are the creator. You created it all. That's why I'm not having no damn babies. I kill one of y'all motherfucking kids over my child. Are you kidding me? My God, see, got to contend with your motherfucking play, see? What? I would wipe your fucking kid over mine. My God, see, got to contend with your damn useless, laying on the back, come dumpster bitch daughters. No, fuck that. I don't have time for that shit. Uh-uh. I didn't, I did not appreciate at all having to go to school with these broads when I knew I was better than that. So I certainly cannot imagine putting my child through that shit. No, we are not all the same. We don't come from the same place. We don't have the same values, clearly. Clearly. I'm not saying discourage their sexuality, but Jesus, teach them something about how to win. But nope, what happens is you got a bunch of Christian values that you beat into their head from the time they're too young to know better until the age when that hormone drops, when the nuts drop and them titties pop out. It's too late. You can fail them. You have failed by then. So now all you got, program of guilt and shame to tell that child, well, God is going to not forgive you if you give in to what your body is by nature designed to do every month, which is to set us the fuck up to get pregnant. (laughs) Okay? We don't have black women raising their daughters properly. How does your 17-year-old know how to get a baby in a gut, but she don't know how to get a job? That's a fucking problem. I'm going to stop talking. That's all right. I'm going to open the call line. Three three four. <laughs> three three four four three zero. Your mic is open. We're on with the Angry Divas Radio Show. What you got for me today, baby? Oh, nothing, my sister. I was just calling to listen in and see what you were talking about today. Well, today I'm talking about how these women need to do better by their damn children. Oh, okay then. <laughs> okay then. Well, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna listen in and see what's what then. Okay. No problem. Okay, Welcome thanks. and peace to you. All right. I'll mute you back, and I'll open your mic back up in a few. You're still with us, though. Yeah, I just, I had this interesting experience, and it just, of course, at first it pissed me off. And I know that it pissed me off for a couple of reasons. One, it took me back to being a 17-year-old, right? And I was frustrated because once I got back into my seven, you got to understand, when I was 17, I was running a fucking household. I was keeping my mother sane. I was keeping my father sane. I was keeping my sisters from either fucking themselves into obscurity or killing each other. I was running two Girl Scout damn troops one of which was at a home for battered women and children. I was doing all of this volunteer work. I was running a dance troupe here. I was running a sister-to-sister group there. I had started a newspaper for my school from the ground fucking up. Okay? I was running a successful international immigration campaign to save our goddamn teacher at the time. I don't understand these little girls today. I don't fucking understand what y'all are doing to your daughters. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I just wasn't raised that way. I was raised to be an intelligent, savvy, self-focused individual, as well as I was raised to be a self-sacrificing individual. I had to learn to come out of that. See, there's a part of me that would like to teach this girl, but I know better than to cast my pearls before swine. Because just like I told her, I said to her, 
I'm, I'm keep using this example because this shit is just oh, got me. I said to her, "Would you inquire? Is this how you inquire about employment?" She says, "No, LMFAO." I said, "Then don't come at me like that either." Now I'm gonna need a couple of days to forget this. Give me a few days and try again. I didn't go off on her. I actually talked to her the way that you should talk to an adult, overgrown child. They don't know what the fuck they're doing in life. And I tell you, when her mother, I think you chastised her enough already. Mm, okay. Because I, I, didn't, I didn't want to say anything more to her. I knew better than to because I know her mother. And I know how her mother is. Her mother thinks that she's raising good children who are going to go off into the world and be productive citizens. You did what the first two, them last three, mm, I don't know, honey. You might need to try again. <laughs> you really might need to try again. Them last three are a hot-ass mess. And they're always going to be sucking off of her titty until the day she dies. She better make sure that she got it She got it for the long haul, that she could work until she's 90 years old, because them last three children are never going to be worth anything more than where they are right now. I already see it. It's a damn shame. Them last three are down and out. And it's because she did not have the energy it took to put into those children. We have got to be training, especially black girls. It's a shame that y'all done ruined the sons, but it seems like y'all are content to ruin the entire race. Not just ruin your sons by overloving and coddling his motherfucking ass, but also ruin your daughters by not training her how to be anything more than a fucking cum dumpster. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't think it's possible to raise children these days to be successful unless you put into them. You have to put into them first. It's got to start somewhere. You know, train up a child in the way that they should go and they will not depart from it. That does not mean you just beat the fuck out of your kid. You know, your child has a child as a child. Why haven't you sat down and had a life conversation with her? How come she doesn't know how to interview? How come she doesn't know how to cold call? Why doesn't she know how to present herself? Why doesn't she know how to fix a fuck up? Just because you fucked up doesn't mean you can't get it back right. You can make a mistake. You can make a bad first impression. You can come back through and say you were nervous. You fix it. You got to learn how to use your fucking tongue for something more than sucking dick. Can we teach our black daughters that? I want y'all to be able to hear me. Can we teach our black daughters how to do something more with their tongue to suck a fucking dick? Can we do that? Hmm? How to use their mouth for more than fellatio. Can we do that? And we teach our daughters how to speak up, how to figure out on the fly how to figure their life out and make that shit pop off for them. Can we do something greater by our daughters than leaving them just caught out there by the realm of this experience? That's bullshit. This sex force is everything. Your children vibrate low, they will get caught up in it. And how do they bounce back? And not only that, when they're trying to bounce back, if you're not going to support it, why should anybody else give a fuck about the kids? We got some callers on the line. Y'all are free to call in. Otherwise, I'm going to just keep on going. <laughs> 718-318, your mic is open. Welcome. Peace be unto you. Peace. What you got for me today? This is a mentee. Oh, my God, man. Um, oh, a mentee. Hey. <laughs> a mentee. What's up, sis? Uh, I'm just, oh, man. I love your show. I love the, I love what you talk about. And um, this, is, this is so true. I, I mean, I could go into two, three stories <laughs> on what you're talking about. I think I think I have a seven year old, my and I have one daughter, 
And um, I'm not necessarily there yet with the whole teenager thing. But I feel that the souls of these children are very grown. So you can't, I think it's just the best way from, from what I see is to be very blunt and to be very honest. If you if you see that your child is interested in boys and all this type of stuff, of course you got to be a parent and step up and say what you have to say. But I think it's going to yeah. come to a point, right, I think that for, for myself personally, I'm gonna have to sit down with my daughter and say, "What do you like about that boy? What do you What do you see in that?" Well, let me tell you this: like, I'm gonna have to have to talk to her like that and not feel uncomfortable to have that kind of conversation with her, because I didn't have it at all right. growing up. Right. right, I didn't have it at all. Right. So I think that, and also with these children being very grown, um, look, you have a cooking show. Uh, what's that called? Master Chef Junior. Teach them, put them in the kitchen, put them in writing, put them in something that they can do at an early age. Even if they're on YouTube playing Sims game and talking about the game that they're playing, I think that this is these are the type of children that we are, are bringing into this world right now. And what I see with personally from my from my watch other mothers, they're very caught up in this. Well, she's grown. Okay, if you're saying she's grown, then treat her like she's grown, because you're saying she's grown, but yet you're still doing for her. You're still giving her money. Like I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say it. Like someone I know. Their daughter has a boyfriend. She's hungry, he doesn't work, all types of stuff. She left the house, right? Still gives her money, she still feeds her. But yet she says she's grown. I can't do anything because she's grown. How is she grown if you're still providing for her? This is the type of fuck shit that's mm. going on out here. Just like just like mm. your cousin. She's 17 with a two-year-old, so she laid down with a man at 14 and made a baby. Thank you. Yep. And made a baby. He nutted in her, and let's call it what it is, and he, she made a baby. It is what it is. Yep. If she then did grown woman things, then she needs to be treated as such. Yes. That's it. Don't say that they're grown, but then you're still giving them money. You're still doing this. You're doing, and I get like this because my mom ain't do shit for me, and I ain't have kids. Thank you, girl. I didn't even have okay? kids. If my <laughs> mom didn't like you, earned it. <laughs> right. I wasn't fucking at 15 or 18. I wasn't doing none of that. I didn't have kids, and my mom did nothing for me. And when I had my child, she still ain't do shit for me. You know what she said to me? Go tell that nigga that nigga you with. Yep. Ask him for money. Yep. That nigga you with, yep. ask him to buy furniture for that house. You shouldn't want for nothing if you got a nigga yep. in that house. Basically, if somebody, right. if this nigga is fucking you and he made a baby with you, you shouldn't want for nothing. She he ain't even has to have right. a baby and with you. He's fucking you. You you shouldn't want for nothing. He's fucking you. Girl, tell your, your mother is on the motherfucking one. Say it. I didn't get it. I didn't get She didn't say that. She didn't say it like that, but I get it now. I get right. it now, but... With my daughter, she gonna get the same fucking. She gonna get hard just like that because that's how they have to hear it. That's how they gotta understand it. Because if you say to your daughter, "This nigga fucking you," you give him pussy and you at my door hungry right now, I'm not feeding you because that's gonna yeah. make her wake up and realize yep. the type of guy she fucking with. You understand? Yep. Excuse, excuse my language. I, you know, she's gonna no, realize. No, you can say it. You, listen, baby. You know you want to angry these radio shows because we must. We must. <laughs> Go ahead, say your piece. Right, this is to my heart. This is why I'm talking like this. I'm not trying to take over the show. I'm just saying, like, this no, topic is in my heart because I see it all the time. And this, oh, she over 18, oh, she over 21, that don't mean nothing. That don't no, mean nothing. it doesn't. 
you can still be that age and still be a kid. I could say I was 23 and I still was a kid. I had to realize and wake up and say, I'm a woman with children. I had to mm. I had to put it in my mind and say, this nigga f- lay, fucked me, nutted in me, made these babies. I shouldn't have to, it shouldn't have to be like this. It, I had to yes. think like that in order to get things going in my life. Like, you understand, like, and, and that's mm-hmm. the problem, like, this, it, when you are conscious on that level, it shifts you. Yeah. And it's like she probably, your cousin probably has to hear it like that. Like, look, bitch, you made a baby at fourteen. You let a nigga nut in you at fourteen. I didn't know nothing about that type of stuff at my nope. age. You Hell, knew you I'm have a two-year-old child. You should know. You are a grown woman. You should know better. You doing grown stuff. You gonna do something grown like that? Then you need to be a grown up. It's just that simple. Yes. And see, that's just it. This is what's going on with the parents. This is why I have such a problem. And I I talk about black mothers all the time. Black mothers get mad at me if they want to. But this is an act of love and this is a public service of love. Because we we can't say we want the village, we want a better village, that we don't support each other. And then we want the support to look like I just kiss your fucking titties all the time. Fuck that. Okay? Mm -hmm. No. Sometimes the shit got to come out real. It's some real stuff. How do right. we how do we end up helping y'all's children? Menti, say, okay, just like what you said with my cousin, she's fourteen, she's fucking, she probably needs to hear it real. Her mother's a Christian. Mm. If I go to her and I say, if you can lay on your back and let some stupid motherfucking boy nut in you, you can have some fucking decorum by yourself. That's she right. can run to her mama. Even if I don't say fucking and this and that, if I say you let some dude nothing you, you can have some more decorum about yourself. She's going to run to her mother. She was talking about me having had sex with the boy. She threw it up in my face. Well, you did. You, you got it. The, the greatest then, thing I ask the great mother for is wisdom and truth. Yes. Most of all, I said, let my life be in truth. If Girl. truth is not going to come out my mouth, I don't want to speak. I don't, you understand, like, I don't, like, that. that's that's where I'm at right now, and I'm like, you have to deal with the fucking reality. You got to deal with but it. These, these girls don't want to, and moreover, for, for whatever reason, they got mothers who will let them. My aunt is the kind of woman, and she already showed it, you know, you chastised her enough. It's her right. I didn't even chastise her. That wasn't chastising. She needs to fucking yeah. chastise being 17 years old and being that damn stupid. But I didn't even chastise her. I gave her some real good... Holyfield medicine, and she couldn't take it. She ran to her mother. Look what she said to me, and you will not reinforce wisdom. Then fuck you and your damn child. Our wisdom will mock you, stupid motherfucker, because that's life. You won't take heed to wisdom. Wisdom will mock you. I know. I've been that unwise dummy before. I have been that unwise fool. Oh, did I scare the baby? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Scared the baby, yelling and screaming and cussing. That's why I don't understand why you people want me around your damn children. I am not child friendly. <laughs> no, it's okay. Nah, man, it's 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 deep, man. Cause I, I was sitting down, just sitting here, and just just sitting here, just thinking, and it just yeah. hit me, you know. Cause sometimes I just don't say nothing. I listen, you know. And I, I was like, this grown eighteen or over, this this defined and grown thing. People really don't understand. Your child is not grown. If you're paying for them to go to school, when you're paying for them to drive, when they're driving your car and you're paying the insurance, Say they're it. not grown. 
They're not They're, not, They're not even close to you? being ready. Amenta, you help like, me remember this damn thought I had that I lost going off on another tangent. The child, the child period, nature dings when you become an adult. Fuck right. this culture and this Gregorian calendar and this white man system bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Nature dings when you're an adult. And when, for a boy, when them nuts drop and you get them little unsightly hairs on your twig and berries, for a girl, when you have your menstrual cycle and you begin developing your titties, you are grown. Yep. It's true. But we are not ready. See, parents don't look, they think that they own their kids. You don't own these fucking children. They don't belong to you. You have mm-hmm. been entrusted to be a guardian and to be a steward over them to help to guide them along their path. You don't fucking own those children. But nope. we got a bunch of slave masters overseers, so-called having babies, and mm-hmm. being the slave masters overseer and not a parental guardian. That's right. And that's why. So your daughter, this girl's 17 now. She started her period when she was 12. She was already emotionally, mentally, and spiritually retarded by the culture, then by mm-hmm. the religious faith, then by her mother's over-loving, over-nurturing, because her mother wasn't loving. You know, right. she grew up like us with a mama who wasn't terribly there and supportive and her mother was a crackhead, you know, bullshit. Right. Oh, okay. So she grows up to have children and she smothers her children because she didn't get enough love as a little girl. and She knows children need love, but she's overdoing it. She has in- incapacitated those children. So we've got Mm-mm. a 13-year-old boy who's still pissing his bed and a 17-year-old who could fucking make a baby but can't get a job. Mm. mm And she got a 20-year-old who's got a 7-year-old. Now set. Mm. You're 21 and your child is 7. So these last three children, I don't know, she she got she had health issues. It was, you know, a whole lot of stress. It was just too much work. Five children is a lot. And, I mean, the fact that they're not criminals speaks <laughs> volumes to me. At least they ain't criminals. They might not be. <laughs> wait a minute. They might not be the smartest children on the planet, but they're not criminals. And I had to be able to give them at least that much, you know? Oh, but, no. But, I mean, well, the children are already incapacitated by the culture. You've got these mother wound issues that were never resolved. That you have a mother who breeds in captivity and doesn't entrust her woundedness, so she breeds her kill children to be in captivity. And the entire world is somehow supposed to help and fix this and make it better. Somebody and, somewhere mm. dropped the ball, and and it's a cultural thing. It's not just the parents. Speaking of that, um, I have a little cousin. You know, very smart girl, in and out of you know church all day every day with her mother. This is my uncle's um, child, and, you know, it seems like she's just completely misguided, meeting older guys offline, all type of stupid shit. My father tried to be in her life. It didn't work. So I told my uncle, I said, look, I just believe that she just has a lot of influence around her. She's a girl. She needs someone to talk to because, you know, you're young. You're trying to find yourself. You're trying to be a woman because that's what happens. You know, girls want to be a woman. They want to be like their mom, but her mom is cursing her out. But it makes me feel I told my uncle, I said, just have her call me. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I didn't mind reaching out, but I can tell, like, this girl, she if, she, if, if no one helps her, she's going to be down a crazy-ass road. And I have another cousin who grew up in, in church, and she's just off the hook. She got, like, four children, four different faith fathers, and her life <sighs> is just, I can't believe it. I don't even know we have what got the hell is going on with her. sending black women to church. It's the church that fucks up the black women's psyche. I think I think so because like I can't believe how crazy and wild that she is. Like I'm like, is this my cousin Alexis? Like who is this? Like I feel like 
like it's deep. It's real deep, and 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 may, it probably has a part, um, a lot to do with it. Those are two examples right there. Well, because a Uh-oh. they didn't define. Uh oh, they didn't define a holy woman as a pure white virgin. I don't care how pure you are and how virginal you are, you will never be white. Black women already fail. When that is the only thing, when the only two chicks in the Bible that seem to matter in the church is Mary, mother of Jesus, and Mary Magdalene, the so-called prostitute, as they told it. When Eve is said to be the whore who tricked Adam into eating the apple after God told him not to. When Jezebel, when Bathsheba, when, 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 when. Okay? When these are the sole examples that women are given. When women are told to go be Naomi and wait on their Boaz. Meanwhile, nobody's telling the story about how Naomi and fucking and, um, Ruth's ass went on and tricked Boaz and pimped that motherfucking shit and set the whole shit in motion. Nobody talks about that. They tell you, go be Ruth and wait for your Boaz. And they tell you this whole bullshit, and it's a, it's a bad psychological trip and game, and it is designed to keep black women in this never-ending cycle of just fucking yourself into obscurity, never valuing your womb or valuing the product of your creation. We're just fucking mm-hmm. because, you know, your lower nature, what Don called the abdominal brain, because that shit done kicked in. And that's it. You know, when, I, you know, when I turn... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I was going to say, oh. um, Disney Disney did that. Walt Disney Girl. Um, is a yes. part of doing that because, I don't know if you ever did a show on it, but the original stories were not called fairy tales. They were not for little children. They were about women who were, like, at, you know, over 21 years old. And um, he flipped all the stories to make it seem like the woman was waiting for the man, but that was not the purpose of any of those stories. Even though they say they were right. scary stories, but when you read them, like the princess and the frog, she never kissed the frog. She killed him because he tried right. to come on to her, and she killed him. Mm-hmm. So and there she was killed him. She knew lessons. what he was up to. Right, yep. right. <laughs> she, so there were powerful lessons in these stories, but when you have like Walt Disney and all these other fairy tales, this is this is a part of the psychological damage of our children as well. I don't even really well, want my daughter watching those type of stories because oh, no. it's all fuck no. shit. It's all fuck shit. Please you know, oh, mommy, I'm going to no. kiss a boy. He's going to turn into a frog. Like, why would you want to be with a guy like that? She was little then, but if she say that shit now, you know, I'm going to say something. But, you know, she was little then. And I'm like, yo, this is the type of shit that it does. Yep. Since I've never done a show on it per se, but in all of my shows, I do make reference to it. And I say the reason that women are fucked up is that Walt Disney's been fucking you since you were six years old. That's right. Damn sure has. Walt Disney dick them been all in you since you were six or maybe younger. Yep. And I know because I was also a Disney kid, but here's the rub. I'm sitting here listening to you. I'm like, how come the shit didn't work on me? I had the other side of the story, girl. I read all that shit. Yeah, I me too. All of that. I read that stuff. I was one of them little children, you know. I had to know. I was um my mother called me nosy and I like that, but I changed it up. No see. I have to know what the fuck is going on so I can yeah. see what is to come. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goddamn right, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to know. Oh, you can't read that book, Triple is too old for you. Here's me. A dictionary, a thesaurus, a notebook, a pencil, and the book. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's too old for me, my ass. Anything I can't understand, I can look it up. I'm not stupid. 
Anything you could do, I could do better, Mommy. <laughs> we need That's to have a, a, a positive spirit of competition, you know? What happened mm-hmm. with wanting to be better than your mother? Shouldn't you want to? Isn't that what you're yeah. supposed to do? That's your job as a daughter. You're supposed to be better than your mother. I strive for that shit. Mama had baby. I have no damn baby. Oh, your mother said the same thing. They tried that on me. Your mother said the same thing. She was 28 when she had you. Guess what? Bitch, 29. Ain't got no kids. (laughs) 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 You know? So when they when they pull that shit on me now, I make sure I flip it back around on them. Nobody tries it anymore, you know. It's like mm-hmm. there are things that you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be your mother's best chance, her right. very best chance. She produced you to keep her mitochondrial DNA in play, and your job is to improve it. But unfortunately, right. it would seem like black girls want to help snuff out their fucking bloodline. You just want to be stupid and stupid and stupid and fuck stupid niggas and let them dump their stupid DNA in you to reformat That's you right. stupider than you are. You I've, know, heard, I've, heard, I've heard mother dumb. say, though, I had a baby at 15. I had, I, I dropped out, da-da-da, and it's like subconsciously they create the same bullshit, especially with their daughters. I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, they create it. Ain't that That's some it's shit, so though? It's weird. Mm-hmm. You're right. My mother, as much as my mother said to me, Triple, be better than me, every step of the way she challenged me, Mm-hmm. What do you think you're better than me? You think you're better than me? You think you're too good? You know, hear shit like that. Is that what's wrong? Maybe, maybe, maybe the reason that black girls is useless because they got good mamas. Y'all need crazy bitch mamas like my mother was. So y'all turn out right. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> y'all need some crazy fucked up mamas. <laughs> y'all turn out right because uh, I had to be smart, you know, and I don't. I was thinking about this. I'm going to call my sister friend who has a 17-year-old to commiserate with her and tell her, "What? you're right, something is off with today's children. I don't know, something in the water, something in the womb. I don't it's know. It's not my spirit. What I read with them, because I work with the parents' association at my daughter's school, these children okay. are very bright and they're very grown, and they want to know the universal secrets. They want to know. But what's going on is the parents, my my thing is I want because you know our souls choose to be here. I wonder what's going on with the souls of the children that they're choosing these type of parents because these children are telling the parents what to do. If you have if you notice that, are these parents yeah. act like they don't know how to control these children, the children with ADD and all this type of stuff? They act like they don't know what to do with them. So it's well they it's don't. Some, well they don't know what to, that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. yeah, like one lady she was like about her son, and I'm like. All he needs is a father. I could just see that this boy just needed some type of male authority. This boy is not stupid. He's very smart. I kept saying that. I said, this little boy is smart. There's nothing wrong with him. But no, no, something wrong with him. He, I just, that's it. And I'm just like, it's about the parents. It's really not the kids. They're not the kids. There's it so is many the parents. children see, and that's- they say ADD, HD. When they come around me, it's a whole nother story. I promise you. It's a whole nother story. And, and that's how I, I know. I, it's so interesting you should say that because my neighbor, okay, so this past summer I spent a lot of time outside with my neighbor. I don't know why, but I just felt to go over there. So I meet his boys. He's got two boys, and they're both autistic. Now, the boys couldn't keep no kind of focus. They weren't really um, good with their language skills and all kind of stuff, but just within, like, a summer, they have gotten better. So I gave him some um, rainbow fluorite, some amethyst, and I think black obsidian. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and and brown tiger's eye, 
and I said, mm-hmm. put, I told them, put the tiger's eye and the obsidian around the bed where they slept, and I said, let them play with the fluorite and with the amethyst. And he said, what if they throw them or something? I said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's okay. You know? He says, well, you know, if it breaks or anything, I said, these are for them. If they break them, they break them. You know, I don't give a shit. It, it, it's a bit of because it's supposed to break. It'll be all right. So he, you know, right. lets them play with the crystals and stuff. And girl, within two weeks, he comes down with these boys. These children are talking, asking me my name and shit. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. And I'm interacting yeah. with them. And you know, they come out. They see me sitting in the grass meditating. What you doing? I'm meditating. Oh. And they would sit there with me and keep looking at me. And as long as I was mm-hmm. sitting there, they'd sit there. So we would get up and meditate every day. These children are brilliant, but the parents are fucking stupid, and they don't know what the hell they do. Yeah, because um, it's the parents. It's the parents. Right. Because um, you know, I have like my son is psychic, but he can't speak very well. He can't articulate his words, but he's very intelligent. He just can't mm-hmm. articulate his words. But he's nothing wrong with him. He ain't got ADA. He ain't got none of that stuff. Very smart kid. So this well, is the soul that are coming, that are coming through. through. Yep, there it is. I was just gonna say the same thing. These children that are coming through, they're not like the children of yesteryear. They're not like human children. Mm-mm. Some of these children come from distant galaxies. They've got gifts mm-hmm. and talents and shit you have never seen, you have never yeah. heard of. They can do shit, see shit, understand shit, know shit. You know, like, I thought that my group was special. What we can do is nothing on these little kids that are coming up behind us. But y'all because are you ruining to, them. You have to be honest with them. If, if, you know, yes, like, you do. If, if your cousin was honest with you, well, you said she was on job, but she was honest and be like, this is what sex is, and this is what boys are like, and this is what they are, and point guys out and say, look, you see that guy that you like? I'm going to tell you, he's like this, this, and that, and she could see it for herself. This is what we have to come to. Even if it's even if it's a little 9, 10-year-old child, this is how we're going to have to talk to them and not get caught up in, oh, this child is young. Or, no, 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 you can't get caught up with that. And I'm nope, my mother talked to me like yes. that. My mother talked to me like that. I think I was about 10 years old by the time she started it. And I needed it anyway because Titty started for me. Titty's beat the hell out of me at nine years old, all right? Titty came and beat my ass. <laughs> fucking beat I was me eight. At nine years old. Oh, God. So you know, all right? We we the queen, the twin captains of the big titty committee, all right? Hey. So Mama had to have the conversation with me by the time I was 10 because I didn't understand what was going on. And I was all sensitive and shit and weak and timid and just didn't want people to touch me or notice me and stuff. And so she, right. she had to rough me up a little bit and help me to get some toughness to me because, right. you know, she said to me, this is what men are. And look at that nasty man over there. Look at him. He's disgusting. Mm-hmm. He was looking at you, but now he sees me looking at him. He's going to look away. And this one right here, she ran him down for me. She did tell me whenever my father's friends would come around, whenever my little cousins and shit yeah. would come around, my little male cousins and shit, she would tell us about the boys. And this mm-hmm. one's like this, and this one will do that and watch out for that. And she was real with us about it. And I appreciate the shit because I didn't go into life a fucking idiot the way that my female friends did. Right. That's why they all got got. Because nobody was real with them. You know? Yep. But my mama was real. Actually, she was too real. I would cringe at some of the shit she would share with us. Because you virginal and shit. Don't want to hear that goddamn shit. You hear all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody needs to hear all that. But yeah. You know, you do have to be real with the children. You got to be honest. These kids, they're born with inner um, lie detectors. They can probably yep. tell when you bullshitting them. That's why some of the Santa Claus shit ain't working. They don't want nothing to do with it. I see them lined up at the mall every Christmas to lead their children some sick white man's pedophilic ass in a damn red suit. Mm-hmm. And you wonder why your baby is crying. 
I don't mm-hmm. know why she's crying. She's usually so friendly. The child mm-hmm. knows that this is a farce and wants no part of it. And also, that sick ass pedophilic dick energy is radiating up off of that lap you about to sit that baby into. Mm-hmm. It's smarter than you, these children. But these these children today are being bred and trained to be stupid by their parents. It just mm-hmm. what is the point of them at all? Their parents are doing this to them. Yep, that's true. It's not the children. These children are. It's, it's not the children. It, 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 it's, it's um. I have a little cousin. The same thing. And it, it's just to a point. I don't even have my daughter around certain family members or nothing. I don't even have her around my mm-hmm. mother because my mother projects the energy out to my daughter. And I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I can't leave my uh uh-uh. uh she can't come visit my mother down south for nothing. No. And I see no. that. Every time. I'm and like every time she comes around my mother, always some fuck shit with some stupid shit that ain't going on in my house, that's my mother's energy projecting it onto my daughter. I said, Hell no. Mm mm. Yep. Trying to make sure. No. You know, it's it's almost like uh, I, I swear, Amenti, me you, our age group, we were kind of born to, we were born to break these fucking curses, and we were born to change the, the direction of this shit against the women in our bloodline. And yes. what that means is even the other women in our bloodline who are down for it, some of them was traitors, and some of them, the very reason that we got cursed and that we fell and all of this whole shit. And they mm-hmm. want, if it wasn't them, if it couldn't be them, they certainly don't want it to be you. They don't want yep. it to be their own daughters. They don't want it to be anybody if it couldn't be them. So, yes, they will purposely sabotage you. You know, I had a sister call into the show and share with me, you know, when she was little, her mother's husband had molested her. And mm-hmm. uh, now she's grown, dealing with it, whatever, and she's got a little girl. So she sends her little girl over to her mama house and says, you know, I'm sending her with her bathing suit, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, what's the difference? I'll just leave her in her undershirt and her panties. Pause. We're talking about a little girl at the pool with a bunch of fucking men and a bunch of pedophilic men in this pedophilic family that you know is pedophilic and your fucking new boyfriend and you know you got an attraction to rapists. But she doesn't think about that. She's not looking at how she's got an attraction to rapists and she wants to keep rape energy around little girls and the family. She doesn't see that. But her daughter, her daughter sees it. So she calls me. She's talking about it. I says, all right, well, listen, baby, I got something to say to you and you might not like me after this, but oh, fucking well. I said, what is wrong? <laughs> yep. What's wrong with your mind? You know that your mother is fucked up. You know that your mother will put a little girl right in the path of a rapist, sick, pedophile fucking man, and that she will turn her back and act like nothing happened. She did it to you. Why do you think that your daughter would be different? She did it to you. Mm-hmm. That's your fault. And she, I, nothing better had happened to my child. I said, you knew she was going to do it. She told you what she was going to do. And you thought, because you told your mother, no, Ma, I wanted to be like this. And she says, okay, okay, that that means that she's going to do what you told her. But she raised you. She ain't going to listen to you. You put your daughter in harm's way, and you chose to put your daughter in harm's way, hoping that a woman who has already shown you who the fuck she is will change her damn stripes. That's not how this works. Nope. Now, what are you going to do to change your future for your daughter? Because, see, if it wasn't this time, then the very next time she's over there, that's when they'll get her. Your daughter, your mother's already advertised her. She's already put her out there with a a little baby suit, excuse me, with a little T-shirt and panties on. She's already advertised the child to the sick ass. So what are you going to do? You going to send her back over there? 
You're going to let your daughter out of your sight with this sick bitch who let you get that? Oh, hell no. Are you kidding me? If I ever lost my mind mentally and decided to breed, my mother, I would move from this fucking country, first of all. I would go AWOL. Nobody would hear from me ever again. <laughs> okay? I would leave. And my own family would never know. They wouldn't. They see me with some child one day. I'd be like, yeah, I'm babysitting. I'd already have the child primed and shit and point out the key people that we stay the fuck away from and why they're fucked up and all of that. Are you kidding me? No. Because but you, know you motherfuckers, if they would do it to me, if these motherfucking people would do it to me and then leave me to figure out my life and never do any work themselves to change or be better, no child in this family is safe. I'm not that wonderful that I think that I would be the goose to lay the golden egg that everybody would want to protect and defend and do better for. Oh, fuck that. I'm not stupid. And I think far too many women don't think that way. That's right. Yep. That's it right there. Far too many women don't think that way. Everyone thinks they're going to be the goose who laid the golden egg. And that everybody will come around. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, oh, I thought you couldn't. Okay. Oh, no, I can hear you. <laughs> everyone thinks they're going to be the goose that laid the golden egg. And so everyone just goes and has babies and expects the world to, mm, I don't know, appreciate their golden egg. You know, I learned from my mother. I really did. Um, mother's very selfish. And all she did was throw her kids on, like, my father. She, she, she had her way of doing things, but she did the same thing as her other siblings, if you understand what I'm saying. But she had it. The way she did it, she thought it was okay. And um, my mom, like, I just saw things. Like, one day I decided to go with my daughter on vacation just because. And I told my mother I didn't want no one around my daughter because of the situation that was going on and all this and that. And she, I, she still brought a whole pack of children to to the house. Mm. And I'm mm, like, mm. Just because you asked woman, her not to. I told yeah. this woman. And then guess what? The little 8-year-old that was there, my daughter was 6 at the time. Show my daughter twerk videos. Now, what if I wasn't there? What if I wasn't there to tell my daughter, little girls don't look at stuff like this. This You are a little girl. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What if I wasn't there? That bothered me. Who knows what else she would have saw or would have went on with my daughter while she was out there. Or and I realized on the after that, and my mother still... Because little me. girls are not safe to have your daughters around either. Because if some man done touched her, she's now hot and open. And your little girl ain't safe around that girl. No, well, you know what's worse? She's the type of little girl. She's the type that would be very promiscuous and have my daughter doing it and have it look like... You understand what I'm saying? She did something like mm-hmm. that. Oh, let me tell you what she did real quick. So I heard my daughter say, let's play a game, because my daughter is a really little girl, you know. I heard her say, let's play a game, I'm Tanaya. And Tanaya said, no, go to YouTube. I heard this. I had my headphones on. They thought I, She probably thought I couldn't hear. The next thing you know, they watching the twerk video. I saw my daughter dancing. And I said, what the hell are you watching? And then I screamed on Tanaya. I said, look, I heard you say, watch that. Don't you sit there and flip it on my daughter when you was the one who turned to it. That's the type of kid that she is. You understand? Girl, like, man, I, I, I can go too. on. That These kids me. are smart as fuck, though, because usually, and this, I just talked about this on the show last week. It's not the instigator that bears the debt; it's the respondent. Mhm. Devil could go and whisper some shit into your head, and if you don't want to act it out, what you gonna say to devil, maybe? <laughs> That's right. You know? That's right. That's some fucked That's up right. shit. You always gotta teach. 
kids don't never. The kids are not off limits. They're not. Even other little kids are trained on your kids. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Right, right. But I'm saying, like, when and my mother keeps stressing it. Oh, you bring the kids down. And I'll be wanting to scream on her like, bitch, I'm not taking them down there. Do you want to know why? But my mother, she's not the type to handle stuff like that. That's how I feel. No. Like, don't ask me. Like, I swear I'm probably going to tell her, don't ask me anymore. They're not coming down there. You're not responsible enough. You don't listen. Because ch- the fact that she keeps asking bothers me anyway. Because I have a feeling yep. she still be something stupid and still bring the same kids back down. She probably like, got it, it planned like out, which something. is why she... Girl, let yeah. me tell you this. I got, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. All right? And I told my diva Valkyrie the same shit, and Valkyrie went through this bullshit right here. Valkyrie got a son and a daughter. The daughter's grown. She's 25. The daughter wants to spend time with her brother because she didn't move out of the state. All right, fine. So she don't send the boy down. I can't go with him. I'm not sending my son down there. You know, this is my child. I'm supposed to be with my child. It's my fucking responsibility, blah, 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 blah. So she, mommy, please, mommy, please, mommy, please, mommy, please, mommy, please, mommy, please, mommy, please. Okay, on and on and on. Bother her. So finally, she says, well, we can't both come down for Christmas, but I can let your brother and you have your Christmas together. So she lets the boy go down. He's supposed to come back on a certain day and time, and his sister's supposed to bring him because she is an adult and he is still a minor. A very minor. Not even 13 yet. I think he's 11 or some shit. Okay, very young. She calls her mother. I can't come, this, that, that, blah, blah, blah. You're going to have to come down here and get him. Because she had an attitude that the mother at Thanksgiving wouldn't lick the boyfriend's dick about him being her man. And so she plotted, okay? She was asking for her to do it then, and she wouldn't leave him behind. And she was plotting it, and I told her. I said, Valkyrie, she is planning some shit to get you back but you not kissing her man's ass because he, look at, look kind of bitch-made motherfucking man. Your mother didn't shine to me too well because you speak to her about it and you the stupid bitch. You're going to talk to your mother on behalf of a penis? It is the job of your mother to hate that motherfucker and let him know that if he fucks up by you, she will bring down everything in the cosmos on his motherfucking bloodline. That's her job, okay? That's her job. It's not her job to suck his dick and pump him up about being your man. That's your job. It's your job to suck his dick and pump him up about being your man. It's not mama's goddamn responsibility. But the daughter got upset. So she puts up a scheme. I told Valkyrie what the fuck was going to happen. She says, well, she better not. And sent him down there anyway. The shit pops off. She calls me. I said, well, you know I'm one of them bitches who will be out. Like, I told you so. You know that. You know that. She laughed. And you know I'm going to be like, I told you so. But your daughter plotted this shit to get back at you. She did this shit on purpose. That's why she kept harassing you, haranguing you, hounding you, wanting you to do it, begging me, calling me, stalking me, straight clocking me, following me, and telling me that she loves me and my baby said, okay? She was stalking her mother over that shit. And then finally, when she gave her what she wanted, she did exactly what I told her she was going to do. And then she had to go lose wages to go down to get the damn child, bring child back, and try to hurry the shit along because the child was missing school at the same time. It was a hot mess. People Mm -hmm. plot this stuff out, and they show you Mm -hmm. that they're plotting it by their desperation. Please, please let me have children. Please. No, fuck you. Yep. That's my mom. That's what she kept talking about putting a new playground in the backyard and all this shit. Because she, she stayed with me the weekend that I was supposed to have, I, the kids wasn't here, and I was supposed to have it alone with, with their dad, but I keep my word when she said she was coming. But how ironic, she came on that weekend. And after it all was said and done, I said, you know something? My mother's a blocker. 
And I said she kept going too hard about yep. the kids coming up here. And I even I was like, why does she come up here anyway? I swear to you, I saw all these things, and I said, this is all something that's screaming something to me, and I need to pay attention to it. Like just like what you just said, everything you just said, it sounded like something my mother would do to me. Yeah. But it's just something to me in my spirit. Something else is going on. I swear to you. Yes. Like a battle, something my mother, sick. my daughter, mm-hmm. me, something with my not mm-hmm. even my daughter, my children. I have two boys. Like I have, it's just something with my mother and me and my children that I feel. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's like something. Did there. you grow up feeling like your mother was trying to snuff you? She did. Then but she did. She I mean, I was created you. by the fact that she was dealing with a man who already had a, a woman. That's Girl, how I was created. You my twin? Are you my fucking twin? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? What? Get off my mind. Get off line. That's enough. Get in the show. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this. That's too much. Are you my fucking twin? <laughs> we Word. have the same that, <laughs> we have Right. And my mother is... But, but they said people who are psychic, this is the type of parents we have anyway. But you know how I know it's deep? Because even my man, my children's father, even his intuition is like, yo, I don't want the children down there. I don't, tr- I don't, I don't know your mother, man. I don't. Tr- this is the type of stuff mm-hmm. he says to me. He don't go too hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for mm-hmm. him to say something, that's how I know there's something there. You know it's what I confirmation. Mean? You know, yeah, I would trust it. Because, you know, most bitches get stupid. Like, my man don't want my mother around my kids. That motherfucker <laughs> might be smarter than you. <laughs> he might be smarter than you. Don't count them all the way out. Sometimes they actually are worth something more than a damn, a good Roger. Okay? <laughs> they are right. worth more than just a good Roger and a paycheck. So they might just be <laughs> damn smarter than you. Okay? Um, right. I would trust the hell out of that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have children nowhere near her. I, because if she couldn't snuff you, then she's certainly going to try through your damn children. And um, I'm just going to put it on Front Street. If you let her, because it would literally have to be that you let it happen, you will already know what the outcome is going to be. So that means that you want a harder life. You want your children to be fucked up. You want your kids to give you a hard time because they got all these goddamn trauma wounds and you can't deal with the shit because it's overwhelming. That would be the, the life that you choose. But you're choosing a different path. Because you know what's behind door number fucking two. So let's just stay on the one. Fuck all that. Well, uh, I have to run out, as always. You know, I love your show. I love to hear you talk. I got to run out the door. I'll probably, hopefully, I'll be back in time to catch the show and the rest of the show. Okay. Don't know why. I'm going to still be on the line. I'm just going to mute myself. Okay. Okay, sis. Go ahead on. You just gave me a lot of really good food for thought, Menti. Thank you. I'm so glad you came through. I really am. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Awesome. Amenti the writer. Yeah, I, I like this sister. I like her energy. Um, You know, we might not always agree on everything, and I'm fine with that. I don't need your fucking agreement, just your respect. If I respect you, you respect me, we're good. But I like her because she's smart, you know, and she she's in touch with herself and her intuition. Not only that, but she's in touch with her masculine as well as her feminine. And I have respect for women who are like that. I have no respect for you stupid, simple bitches at all. Those of you who get all emotional about some shit, I can't respect that, you know? Can't. But, yeah, I I think it's interesting, all the things that we have talked about when it comes to the children, when it comes to protecting the children and really investing in the children. A lot of women aren't. They think that they are, but they're not, you know? 
and maybe it's in their mind you're trying to protect a certain level of innocence in your child. It also comes to a certain level of um, of disrespect for another person's opinion or for the way that they do things, you know, and that's fine. That's fine if you feel that way, but that also means you keep your children to yourself. I, I don't think that we should be sharing our children with people anyway. I don't understand this. When my sister had my niece, and God help me, this was like, oh, this was such an ordeal in my life, but when she had my niece, I was like, I was security when we went out. I was security. Don't touch the child. What is wrong with people? They want to run up to the child and tell, oh, what a cute baby, and pinch the child's cheeks and touch their fingers. You sick motherfucker. Don't you know the kids put their fingers in their mouth? What is wrong? Children put their fingers in their mouth. What is wrong with you? They always have their hands in their mouth, their fingers. They're always biting on themselves and stuff and chewing. They always do it. They're very oral, putting stuff in their mouth. That's why you got to keep stuff away from them, stuff that's really small especially because they'll choke on it. It's just what they do. So why would you touch babies? People have no respect for the boundaries either. We don't live in a society that respects children's boundaries. And parents don't respect children's boundaries. I remember my auntie one time, her granddaughter was in the car, and she comes to get me to do something or another. I don't know. We were probably going to Walmart or some shit. And uh, she said, say hi to Triple. And the little girl just looked at me and don't say nothing. And she reached back and tagged the fuck out of that child. You speak. Act like you have some home training. And she just started crying. And I said, auntie, it's okay. The child does not have to speak if she doesn't want to. Let's not teach the children that they have to do things that they don't want to do. Now, some things, yes, you want them. You tell them to clean the fuck up. They've been clean. All right, I got you. Now, that's a battle. That's a battle you want to fight. But the child doesn't want to speak to a person who gets into the car. Fuck that damn adult. If you're not adult enough to get the fuck over your damn feelings, then you don't deserve to be around people, let alone a child. Fuck that. Get over yourself. Why the hell should forcing children to hug on people and, and kiss people and shit? Let's have some boundaries for the children. Let them experience personhood early on. You can't not give them that. I'm going to mute you real quick because I'm getting clicking in the background. You can't deny them that from infancy and then expect them to somehow wake up one day and know how to tell a man, especially these girls, know how to tell a man, no, I don't want that, and stand her fucking ground. And really stand on that. How to assert what she does want as well as what she doesn't want. It has to start somewhere. It's the same thing I said. You beat the hell out of your children. And you tell them you love them. And then you don't understand why the man that beats them or the woman that beats them, they won't leave. You know? You have to start somewhere. And it should start in the beginning. There's no boundaries for children. Children don't have any boundaries that are protected. They're talking about personhood and protected children in a womb and all this whole fucking anti-woman shit that they got going in the legislation. But what about the children who are here on the planet who are being raped and maimed and fucking kidnapped and all kind of other sick shit is happening to children? Because we don't teach boundaries and we don't respect children. I expect it. We don't tend to have much respect for whatever we think is weaker than us. And I don't find that to be honorable. Even the grass that we walk on has a life force that's worthy of respect and honor before we put our fucking dirty-ass shoes over it. 
even the bee that you swatted away from your face this past summer because you didn't want it to sting you has a life force that's worthy of honor. But we don't live honorably anymore. We've gotten away from any sense of honor, either of ourselves or of our brothers, our sisters, our children. People don't respect things anymore. Actually, you have more respect for things than you do for people. That's really the problem, too. Well, we live in a world that's like that. We can't kumbaya and kiss this shit away. So that means you have to be savvy about your stuff. If you have children, you better do right by them because this is a sick world out here waiting to prevail upon your children. It's a very sick world. We have to do something better by the children. We have to. We have to invest in ourselves. We have to invest in our future. And if you're not going to, don't expect me to. If you're not going to reinforce the lessons that you should be teaching and that should be learned, how do you expect other people to respect your children? You know, we talk a lot about, um, there's been a lot of talk, especially in the wake of these alleged killings (laughs) that have been in the news and all the rage. And y'all know I don't believe in none of that shit that I see out there. I don't believe in that shit. It all has a representation. And if you follow the numbers, and I'm not that good, but, you know, Amenti, Amenti's kind of fucking phenomenal with that number stuff. I, one day I can only hope to aspire to be in that caliber. You know the numbers. Like, she knows them numbers. She knows some fucking numbers, you know. I have seen some of the videos where she talks about some of this stuff. But if you follow the numbers, it all tells a story, and it all has a value and a representation, and it's not what the hell they make us believe. That's why it's so important that you deprogram to reprogram. You never know what the hell you're looking at. You never know. We don't know how to. We don't know how to invest in that effort. I have a lot of people ask me that. What do you mean, deprogram to reprogram? Well, here's what I did. I figured everything they ever fucking told me was a lie. So that means that. I can find the truth anywhere, even in the lie. Even the lie has some truth to it. That's why the lie works. That's the only way that the lie works. I remember asking this one white woman that. This is so fucking funny. This is a funny-ass story, actually. So I'll kick back, relax, and enjoy the ride. I said to her, I'm a horrible fucking liar. I'm terrible. I can't tell a lie because I feel guilty, and I'm going to undo the lie that I told her. I can't do it. <laughs> and I said to her, help me. Help me. How do you do it? Because I saw her lie, and I would see her lie, and I'd have to, I don't have a poker face either. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just real. What you see is what you get. You know, it is what it is. Right? So, <laughs> don't think it's some shit. You can basically see it in her face, right? And so she told a lie, and I knew it was a lie, and I kind of looked at her, and I had to double take, right? And be like, wow, this shit going to work, too. So afterwards, I said to her, how the hell did you do that? And how do I do it, more importantly? And she said, the lie has to have a fragment of truth to it. If it doesn't have any truth to it, it won't be believed. You also have to create an emotional connection. You have to create some sort of way for people to feel like they can invest in it. If they can find value in it, look at it. And I said, there's a science to this shit? No wonder I ain't got it right. You know, I could say that 
I my alarm didn't go off this morning. I could say that. Or I could say that there was a little kitten in the street. And I stopped and pulled over and held on to the kitten and that, you know, I was waiting for one of the rescue people to come and get it. And, it, you know, it just took all the time and I had no idea, but I, there was no way I could leave that kitten in the winter. And I said, and our boss loves animals. Oh, my God, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. Because I knew good and hell well she was up fucking her man all night and then fucking overslept. You know what I'm saying? Because she had told me about shit on the way in. But she told, she told the boss this kitten story. And to back it up, do you know that she actually had pictures of a kitten ready? For this bitch, she was ready. She, what? <laughs> she was ready. <laughs> she had it all. And I just remember, I just remember after she told me that, and I went and sat back at my desk, and I'm thinking about this, and I'm thinking about how I needed to learn to play poker, a, because I could play chess. I could play the hell out of some chess. I could play the fuck out of some spades, but poker for some reason. I'm figuring that these things are life skills. Things teach us great life skills. But when we don't allow ourselves to play, when we have a script and we adhere to the script, we get lost. See, when you play a game, you know that anything can fucking go. You can be a badass bass player and get shit hands the whole fucking night. What the hell are you going to do? You're on block. you either going to tell the truth, you're going to look in your fucking hand and realize that you don't even have enough to make board. Shit. And you got a stupid-ass partner, and you got two dumbasses who think that they're good playing against you. And so you bid high. You make them start underplaying. You sacrifice a hand. You bid more than four. You make them question themselves because they're looking at their cards and they can't understand it. They're not that good anyways, and you learn how to play it. It's the same thing with life. When we have a script, when we stick to one way of doing things, we don't really know. We don't know how to go off. We don't know how to change gears. We don't know how to improvise. We forget. We forget how to improvise. I think mother... Black mothers are still operating under the script of how they were raised. They're not veering off the script. They were raised Christian. They was raised with the Bible. They was raised to believe, and they was raised to do as they were told. They weren't raised to trailblaze. They weren't raised to be innovators. They weren't raised to be creators outside of creating babies. A lot of us have defeated mothers. So you are that innovator. You are that spark. You're going to have to be the one that goes off script and starts playing the game. And I'm seeing now, as I'm talking, there's a couple of games I'm going to have to learn how to master myself. There's, a, you know, a couple of different things. Even just when you think about the, the level of the game that you play, if you think about it, I mean, you can think about it in so many different ways, and my mind is just going fucking berserk. I'm not even going to try that. <laughs> I'm going to play a song. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play a song because I got the postman at my door, and we'll be back in just a flash.
And your yoni is absorbing those DNA cells and reformatting your own. You're not prepared for what that does to you. Hell, I didn't even fuck until I was 20 damn one, and I still wasn't ready for what the fuck that does to you. You kidding me? Shit. I still wasn't fucking ready. I thought I was damn ready. I wasn't ready. You know, I thought the fuck I was doing, too. And I, I ain't no shit. Huh. About nothing. Okay. I knew how to not get pregnant. And so I figured, all right, well, this is good. I've graduated high school. I'm in college. Let's go ahead, you know. We can do this. I'm, I'm, I got my life. <laughs> I done moved out of my mama's house. That was the big thing. I had to get the fuck out of that woman's crazy-ass house. <laughs> okay. And I knew I had to do that solo. That had to be a solo mission. I could not leave that woman's house with a baby. That was just not how I was going to get out of that. I knew that that was not a way out. That was a trap and a failure. And I don't know. I, for me, my future was everything. Like I said, maybe it's that they got good mothers, and that's why they don't turn out right. Because if they had a fucked up mother, they would want a better life, you know? Either that or you just you think there's nothing better for you. You know, one of my friends has a niece. And I remember my friend live out of the state, and I told her, so you send your niece to live with me. This was about four or five, about five, six years ago. So you send your niece to live with me because we need to get her the fuck out of there because she's going to end up pregnant, fucked up like her mama, you know? And so because um, her mama had had a baby at 13, and she had done better than her mother to make it to 19 with no baby. But she was illiterate. And behind and half-assed educated, had dropped out of high school. I mean, it was a hot fucking mess, you know, because she was basically babysitting for her mother. And so she was set to come here, and she fucked around and got pregnant. So me and her talking, whatever, you know, she starts calling me auntie and shit. <laughs> I said, oh, you don't want me to be your auntie. 90 seconds, everybody, and we're in overtime. Call in 347-826-9930. That's how you'll be able to hear the last hour of the show if you don't call in then you just won't be able to hear it, and you'll have to catch it in the archive. Um, for everybody in the chat room, let me put the call number in there for you people. Um, copy, paste. Oh, there's supposed to be a zero in that. All right, that's in there. And I'm also going to put the flash chat link in there because if you don't have it and it cuts you out, it'll kick you out of the chat room sometimes too. Um, 60 seconds, everybody, and we're officially in overtime. All right? Call in 347-826-9930. If that's your time with us for today, peace be your journey. Again, you can always hear the last hour in the archive. And I totally appreciate you coming through with us today. I hope you enjoyed the show. I know I fucking enjoyed myself. But, yeah. What the hell was I saying? Damn it, that British lady fucked my whole train of thought up with that 90 second shit. Nine one seven five one seven, your mic is open. Welcome, peace be unto you. What you got for me today? Hey, peace. You just made. Sherry, I was just listening. Oh, hey, Sherry, you just made. How you doing? I'm doing great, honey. How are you? Do you remember what the hell I was saying before she said 90 seconds in my ear? (laughs) (laughs) 
said, do you remember what the hell I was saying before that British chick said 90 oh, seconds in uh, my ear and I repeated it? Oh, that's it. a good question. <laughs> oh, you were talking about, oh, yes, you said someone um, was like, you know what, what, she started calling you auntie, and you were like, you don't want me to be your auntie. Oh, right. I was telling her, you don't want me to be your auntie. I said, because I don't pull any punches. I'm going to tell it to you straight. She goes, no, I love it because you're real. You know, you're real and you're raw. I said, everybody says that in the beginning because they love enjoying how it looks, but they don't like how it feels. Yeah, that's true. Everybody loves it. You know, I've had many a bitch to listen to the show and then try to get close to me. Oh, you're just so real. You're so real. And then when that realness gets turned off some fuck shit that she does, it's like, bitch, why the fuck are you talking to me like that? I thought we were friends. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's true. You don't understand. You're actually safer the further you are away. The closer you get, the higher the standard is. And that doesn't yeah, change just because you think you're wonderful. Fuck that, you know? But she thought, you know, auntie, auntie, auntie. And I told her what it was. I tell people up front what it is. So you can't say that I shocked you. <laughs> and so she texts me one day talking about, I think I might be pregnant. And I had a one-night stand. She had a one-night stand with her best friend's boyfriend. Okay. Now, pause. I already told y'all I got a sensitivity about that shit. <laughs> and I was less aware at the time of my sensitivity about that shit, about women backstabbing their fucking friend over a piece of peanut between us. You know, yeah. and so she tells me this shit. I said, and you might be pregnant by this nigga. You let this nigga who's fucking your friend fuck you raw. Ooh. I said to her, that that happens happens a lot. girl, these bitches. Oh, ugh. Ugh. oh my <laughs> God. These bitches, these bitches. And it's so, it's, it's so common that uh, there was a book. Uh, Toni Morrison's book, I think Sula. Sula is, is like, there's a scene in that, about that. Um, where, like, you know, the main character and her best friend, you know, sleeps with her her husband or boyfriend. And I'm like, and she was just totally, like, blase about it. I'm like, oh, people do this. Okay. <laughs> yes. They do. They do. And you know what? I remember this one sister. She shared with me an episode. I think it was Twilight Zone or some shit. Anyway, it was an island full of women, or matriarchal town or something, right? And so this capsule washes up on the sea, and they open the capsule, and in it is a man. Now, they ain't never seen a man before, only been women, <laughs> right? So they throw the man out or whatever the fuck and bring it back to life, and then it starts doing what men do, putting his dick in everything. So he's going to go to this one and tell her she's the fairest, and then go to this one and tell her she's the fairest, and before you know it, he didn't fuck the whole island of women. Wow. Now, these women who used to rely on each other for everything are warring each other over this motherfucking man, okay? They're about to kill each other. They're going to war. Everybody's about to battle. Children are being put off in the thicket somewhere to try to hide them so that you don't kill your enemy's children and this whole shit. And so the clan mother went and cut the man's head off and marched it between the two warring clans of women, and that was the end of the whole motherfucking shit. Good. That was the only way to stop the war. Cut his fucking head off. <laughs> Kill him. Yeah, that is None of you can yeah. have him. Yep. It's a hot mess. It is. I mean, it is popular, and we know what it's going to take to do it, but women ain't going to do it. I said that shit on the show last week. Let's just be honest. There's one way and one way only to win this, and you're going to have to close your fucking womb, and bitches ain't about to do that shit. We like to yeah. dance too fucking much. 
Let's just be real. We like the deck. We like the deck. We ain't about to get the motherfucking deck up. We are not giving up the deck. We know it. <laughs> I ain't no fool. I know. You know, even me. Told y'all I'm a sex camel, you know, but even Sally, the camel, needs her one hump and now and again. You know what I'm saying? I know. I got I know. you. I know. <laughs> No, it's real. I got you. So <laughs> I got you. But that's the one thing we got to do in order to win. We got to give up. Stop giving these niggas pussy. And stop giving them children. That's it. And bitches ain't about yeah. to do that. So we just all going to keep on being fucked up crazy. And some of us will win and the rest of you will just have a chance. <laughs> I'm not even mad about it. I'm not even mad about it. I was a little bit mad earlier. And I understand why I was upset about the whole thing with my cousin. Because here we go. Yet another generation of women in this family who will be useless come dumpsters. And I have to understand yeah. that just because we all bear a bloodline and a name does not mean that we all come from the same tribe. Because some women are on this planet only to breed. They're breeding stock. That's it. Brood sow. Yeah. All right? Yeah. That's all they are. They are here to help with the surplus population of undereducated and underdeveloped fools. And that's fine. That's a part of the world. I might not like the shit, but that's just because that's not who I am and that's not the stock that I come from. I'm not from the breed stock. You know? Ain't no brood sound. You know what I mean? We are the celestial scientists. <laughs> and I understand and I honor that, but I also get frustrated because... Sometimes it would be nice to encounter some of my own and not always these weak bitches. That's why I was so glad Menti started talking. I said, what, bitch? Get off the line. I can't. Wait for the to show to an end. Can't. <laughs> too close. A little too close, you know, because there's so many similarities. And I'm like, what the fuck? Do you show sure we didn't? You sure we weren't separated at birth or something? We don't got the same mammy. You sure? <laughs> you sure? <laughs> Okay. I got some family in New York. You sure? <laughs> no, I mean, it's nice to sometimes encounter people who are kind of from where you're from and, and understand things the way oh, you understand yeah. things instead of these crazy-ass chickens out here all the time. You know, it's nice to be among the you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It gets lonely in these streets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it really does. It really oh, does. That's why I do the show, so we can find each other. <laughs> I'm over here ringing my bell, I'm like, not. hi, bitches, hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, bitches, here I am. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you for doing it. Thank you for doing it. Seriously, because I was really, like, I, I like, Pharrell had, like, a journal entry, like, about a year ago. Not even a year ago, and I was like, yo, like, there's got to be someone else out here who thinks like Mm-hmm. Somewhere, somewhere. Because somewhere. sometimes I actually, like, I'm like, am I crazy? You know? Yeah. So it was, I'm glad you do it. I'm glad you do it. Thank you. Shoot. I had this, um, I'm going to share this with y'all. This was interesting. It was this vision I had back in 2011. And it was right before... It was, it was right at the top of the 2012, so it was like January, December, maybe January, something like that. Either way, I have this vision, and there's a group of us, and we land 
it looks kind of like, um, you know, like the way that they showed us the shooting stars look, but it was just the energy came straight down, and it came down into this, um, like a vestibule almost, you know, a, a landing area, a waiting area. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a, a guardian at there was a gate. There was a guardian at the gate. And I remember I looked to my left and to my right. We all kinda landed in the same formation. So when I looked around, what I saw was um humanoid shapes and forms. So we had taken the the form in the shape of the matter. And we all kinda landed the same way. Left knee down, right knee up, kind of, you know, one hand down, one hand on your knee. And the guardian said, you have entered the Tesseract. And I just kept hearing Tesseract kind of like on a repeat loop, like an echo. And as I was hearing it, I was coming out of it. And I was trying to stay in that trance state because I was like, no, there's more. Help, wait, damn it. <laughs> there's more. No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was trying to stay calm. And stay in that trance state because like, there's so much more than this. I know. But then, um, you know, I come out of it, whatever, and I go into meditation to get the keys and the pieces. And I start learning about what the Tesseract represents and the energetic um, portal that it represents, the fourth dimension, that whole kind of thing. And uh, I start, you know, understanding more about myself, being an indigo, um, and well, what they call an indigo star seed. Um, that's how I choose to explain it because that's what people understand. <laughs> but... Um, some of the people that I saw to, you know, when I turned my head to the left and to the right, I have met those people since then. And it's been a very interesting ride, you know, right after that, that summer, um, this dude moves into my building. He has a twin sister and they were in the fucking vision. Really? Okay. Yes. That shit fucked me up. That fucked me up because they're Leo twins, right? They're Leo twins. They're Leo twins. And I remember when I looked over at them, um, I could see their form, their energy, and kind of some of the shape of their faces. But I just remember seeing the Leonine sort of presence on them. And so I was like, Leo twins? That shit fucked me up. It was too close. It was too close to fucking home. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I tried to get in denial about it at first. It was like, oh, my God, this is happening too quickly. Too quick. I can't. <laughs> but um, you know another uh, another set of those people that I met. Some of these experiences were, they seemed for the bad, but these are contracts. We make soul contracts to come here to remember to do work to have experiences so that we can wake up to certain things, understand our purpose, even the fucked up heinous shit, the rape, the molestation, some of these things. You know, yeah, yeah. some of these things are soul returns so that we can deal with the debris and we can deal with the generational curse and fucking remove that bitch because as above, so below. You're not just battling the flesh and the blood. There's something more here. There's something more going on. Anyway, um, I started interacting with different people. I started meeting different folks. Some of them people I ended up meeting on Facebook. Um, You know, some of them people I ended up meeting through the show. And all of it has just been a very interesting experience. You just have to... You have to trust your intuition. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust what you see in your mind's eye, in your third eye. Don't trust the shit they show you with your two eyes. Okay? You got to trust your mind's eye. You ain't lying. It's difficult. 
It is. It really is because sometimes it gets hard to know, you know. It just is a lot of distractions, you know. There are a yep. lot of distractions that take you off of your your course. And mm-hmm. especially for someone like, you know, for someone like me who's also very, um, I can be very curious and very open. And a lot of times that's encouraged, but people don't also kind of warn against, like, you know, it's cool to be open, but you also got to kind of just know when not to be too open because stuff will, like, throw you off and confuse you. And the next thing you know, you're somewhere else. And you're like, how the hell did I get here? You know, so it's just it's important to really know when the universe is telling you something worth listening to and when it's just a distraction. Mm. Yeah. When something is trying to get your attention to warn you or to help you, and when something is setting your path to throw you off the mark. That's one of the yes. most difficult things. That is a very difficult thing to know. Um and the reason it's difficult is that we just we expect ourselves to just know it. We don't go question after it, and sometimes we don't know how. Um, we don't know how to do divination to know what's really going on, to see beyond what's seen. Yeah. Mhm. So how do you do um, stuff like? Do you do like the divination and the life purpose things like that? You know, is that something that? Because I'm kind of new to the spiritual side of things. Because, um, you know, as you know, Christianity, like, kind of interrupted the bloodline at some point. And, you know, being raised to kind of be afraid of that. And I've started to kind of move towards it a little bit more. But even with that, it's hard to know. You know, there's 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 quacks there, too. You know, there's a lot of BS there, too. So, you know, I, know, I think... Girl, let me tell you. Yeah. I could not let... I could not let the fear of the quack get me to stop. Yeah. I'm. At, let me tell you how much fucking money I have wasted on these sick bitches to call themselves Oracle. Okay? Yes. These sick bitches. These bitches who lie and say that they're a fucking Oracle because your black ass ain't worth shit, and so you're going to try to attach yourself as a fucking Sibylline, and you aren't even worthy to say the name, bitch. Right. It pisses right. me off. It enrages me to no end. And for a long time, I wouldn't even use the fucking term because I did not want to be associated with those bitches. I hate yeah. that shit. I don't like it. And I, I test the bitches, and then I tell people who's a fraud. Because I tell you what, if another oracle cannot read me, you're not one. Sit down. You ain't got no damn face. These fraud oracles, you know. Now, listen, honey. Anybody can flip cards. Anybody can pick up a pendulum. Anybody can get some bones and some car shells, whatever the fuck. But what is your spirit telling you? If your spirit leads you to a certain person, you trust that person. You don't go to everybody. I, when I, I as an oracle, have an oracle mother that I go to. There's one woman on this planet, just one, and the rest of you ain't shit. And I don't give a fuck what you call yourself seeing. The spirit showed you something. You get the fuck away from me, you sick bitch. I saw you at church. I see you over here. You know? Because there ain't no different, Terry. It ain't no different than the, the everybody wanted to be a prophetess or a damn deacon or a fucking evangelist in the church. Everybody wanted to be the priestess or everybody wanted to be the oracle. Everybody wanted to be the seer. Let me tell you, there ain't that many damn seers because it's the worst fucking gift on the planet. It's the worst of the gifts. It's the heaviest. And it's the worst. 
to be the one who fucking sees. And all of these people who want it, you're not worthy of it. You don't even know what it takes. Right. You don't know what it costs you. That's why it wasn't given to you. It costs you every fucking thing to be the one who sees. Because you cannot play along anymore. Right. When you encounter, and no, we used to have it set up right. They fucked us. They did it on purpose because, you know, they wanted us to go to the Catholic priest and forgive me, Father, for I have sinned our way into fucking obscurity. But, you know, it is what it is. We just have to find our way and trust our intuition. If I meet a sister and I hear spirit tell me to work with her, I'm doing it because obedience is better than sacrifice. Right, right. I need a second. Can you pick it up for me? i got to go to the box. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think, and that that kind of raises another point just about, you know, you have to be in tune. That requires being in tune with your intuition in the first place. Um, and it's, um, you know, it's interesting because I feel like almost when I, was, when I was younger, my intuition felt like it was really on point. Um, but it's almost like as you get older, it starts to, like, wane a little bit and just learning to find tools to kind of, like, fine-tune it a little bit better. Um, but, you know, a lot of people just aren't, they aren't in touch with their intuition. They are in touch with spirit. Um, and I remember, and I don't know, I know you're, like, going to the to the box. I'm not sure if you hear me or not, but I know I, I, I had two minutes, like, a, oh, okay, okay. Um, but I want to kind of lead me to another, another point or another question about, you know, do you feel like diet is, like, important? Because a lot of people sort of feel like, you know, what you, being a vegan and vegetarian or raw food is versus, versus like, eating meat, you know, that one is better than the other, one is more a more superior way to get in touch with spirit and your intuition. Um, and I don't know, I'm just kind of, like, on the fence with that. And My oracle mother smoked cigarettes. Excuse me, I like black girl slow class. She, she, okay, she fucking drinks coffee. She cusses like a fucking sailor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now she does have a pretty even diet, but she eats meat. She eats veggies. She does fast food sometimes. Sometimes she order a pizza. She loves chicken mm-hmm. fingers and french fries and some of her favorite shit. And she got to have a Pepsi. I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the reason that black women are all fucked up is because we still believe these white bitches, this virgin white bullshit. Let me tell you something. White is not purity. White is disease, death, and decay. All right? All right? We've been taught to revere yeah. something that means the absence of life. Preach it. We have got to come away from this Catholicized bullshit of how to be. I am every bit the oracle that I was born to be, even though I cuss and I don't take your motherfucking shit. Right, right. Even though two weeks ago, no, three weeks ago, I had me a, a fucking rack of baby back ribs. <laughs> And even though sometimes a bitch drinks more beer than she drinks water, I am still. 
Let me tell y'all it another way. A little a little less uh a little less angry diva. You being a goddess and a divine feminine cannot be altered or diminished by your merits or your mistakes. You are still divine. You are just vibrating in a different state and usually it's as you think so shall you be. So when I thought that I was in a lower state because of something negative happening to me, I became that thing that I thought. I began to act and walk and talk and be that very thing that I thought because I was creating it out of my own mind. Then I started telling myself that in order to get back right or to be redeemed, I had to throw off this and that and that and that and, that and deny myself this and I couldn't do that. And I tell you what, I trust my body. This is something we were going over, actually. This is our week one focus. For um, and I gave them homework and everything, girl. <laughs> for this seven-week course that we're doing, um, we're we're doing it's, it's seven weeks of revitalizing the feminine frequency. And in week one, we have been talking about this very thing right here, intuitive eating. Right now, I'm trying to wean myself off of meat, and so I told myself what I would do is go down from red to poultry to fish. And, you know, get myself back right into a more alkaline diet. Yes, you do have to have proper diet and exercise. It does help you sometimes to deny yourself a thing. You know, fasting, One sometimes I do fast. I fast all day long. I don't have anything but water and maybe tea, a cup of tea every now and again because, well, I do the radio. It would be nice to have something hot on my throat, you know. Shit. <laughs> it would be nice, you know. Um, but I I trust my body. When my body says, bitch, if you don't go in there and get us some home fries and some bacon and sausage gravy, we are going to shoot you in the foot. I go get it. I go get it. I do. I do. The other night, <laughs> the other night I turned off the cable because I was like, man, I don't feel like being programmed by no damn uh, TV. But for some reason, I wanted to watch Home Alone. I put on Home Alone, and within five minutes, I'm ordering a cheese pizza, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit happens. I I have gotten off of that stick up the ass spirituality. You know, I'm not a fucking monk. The people who need to do that are the people who are too weak to be able to stay the course of their life if a if a stake coming their way. I don't want to be that bitch. I don't want to be that bitch that sells my whole soul out because you gave me a piece of steak, even though I know the steak is fake because it's a fucking matrix. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I want to be able, I want to be able to sit there and eat that steak and still tell you, yeah, motherfucker, but I'm still not doing it, bitch, but thank you for this fucking T-bone. Right. Yeah. You know? Because my strength, my spiritual strength has to come from something more than denial. I, that's why I don't do that right. light worker bullshit. I, I hate them motherfuckers. I hate you bitches. You bite bitches. You you fake ass dark bitches too. You motherfuckers talk about the dark goddess and your bitch ass is all on that light love shit. Fuck you, motherfucker. You ain't shit. I don't like that. I don't respect it. Okay? Because everybody wants to use the dark, but nobody wants to be the dark. I right. do not represent that bullshit. I represent the dark mother, and the dark mother says indulge, baby. So I. Do. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but real. I also, I also, I, I, you know, I, I also take care of myself as much as I can. You know, I might be a lazy ass, but I get up and I make sure I take a walk. Even though I work from home, I try to go out and 
I, I don't try to always make sure that my driver takes me everywhere. It'd be nice to take a walk to the store instead of driving to the store. You know. <laughs> right, right. Of course. I have balance. You know. Got out balance. I'm not saying just anybody says you gotta go and look like fucking bubble fat or some shit neither. But <laughs> you definitely do not have to deny <laughs> yourself that's one way to do it but there are many 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 ways and that's not the only way nor is the right way um actually what i found i make it harder when i tell myself we can't have meat girl i'll be craving the the asshole of meat pork okay oh my goodness oh my god i have tried so hard when someone cooks some bacon i'd be like you know what this ain't right this is ain't right Right? and someone described it as candy meat I was like, yes, that's exactly what it is, it's candy meat. It is, it is, it is. And you know what? I I heard Dawn say this shit, and I laughed like a fool. I said, Dawn is so fucking real. She said, she said that the pork got the right kind of shit to take out what, what impurities you don't need, and that you could use your pork as a detox. Then she started talking about a pork detox or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. She said, she said that most people... That's what's wrong with most people. Black people are assholes because they don't take enough shit. <laughs> she went in on the pork detox, and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, I she, I tell you, she, she was up about she go get her pack of bacon, fry that shit up, eat it, and take a good shit and feel better about herself. <laughs> That's real. Look, like, black people, I love my people. But sometimes they be making you feel so bad about eating pork. And I'm like, okay, you going to have to come with more than ghetto scientific to explain to me what he was wrong with. I can't, you know, like, come on, like, come on. I don't know. Oh, here's oh. the thing. And I remember, I said this to one of these so-called all the major religions forbade pork. I said, yes, and all of the major religions are male-oriented and creative. Why am I fucking stuttering like porky pig? What the hell is that? Um, <laughs> anyway, all of the major religions that banned it are also dickly. So how do we know that that's not actually the one thing we're supposed to eat? Everything they told us is holy is fucking profane. And everything they told us is profane is holy. Fuck them. I'm eating some pork. Yeah. That's real. That's so true. And it's funny because there was this YouTuber who had, um, she had a whole video kind of dedicated to, like, you know, pork does my body good. And she was like, you know, if you look at a lot of Asian communities, you know, they pork is a supplement, a basic part of the diet. And, you know, yep. they're, for the most part, fine. You know, even, like, old school southern ways, it's like, you know, those people lived a long time. And they ate pork, you know. So it's like a lot of stuff just doesn't always add up. I mean, you know, you don't want to indulge on it and eat it all the time, but this, like, demonizing of pork, specifically pork, was just like, because people be like, oh, pigs don't sweat. And I'm like, what animal, like, what animal sweats? <laughs> like, I've never seen a sweaty oh. chicken. I've never seen a sweaty cow. So I don't understand. Oh, my God, that sounds so fucking nasty. That sounds nasty. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Where do these people come up with this shit? Where do these people come up with this shit? I can't, you know, 
back in the day, and you know, as a culinarian, I have to say, of all the fucking meat, pork is one of the ones that's actually one of the healthiest. And yeah. I know that that sounds fucking crazy. I know it does. But there's a certain way to cook it. There's a certain way to treat it. There's a certain way to clean it. And I'll tell you something else. These days, the fucking water has been chopped and screwed. The air has been chopped and screwed. These people have been genetically modifying seeds since fucking 1930. Nothing is sacred. Nothing. Nothing. Now, they put together the fucking, I can't remember the name of the damn organization, but they put that shit together in 1937. But they have been doing it since the 20s. They have been doing it since the 30s. They have been doing it forever. They let us know about the shit by the 40s. Yeah, well, even before Monsanto. I'm talking about, um, go back to, in horticulture, uh, horticulture, um, I can't remember the fucker's name. He did watermelon. Damn it. Uh, Okay, I I can look this up. I'll definitely look this up. I got to look it up myself now, because now it's fucking with me, okay? Charles (laughs) Frederick Andrus. Charles Frederick Andrus is the man. And so now I'm going to look him up again. Yep, Charles Frederick Andrus. This is difficult to find his stuff because some fucking TV show just made reference to him recently. And so now it's a little difficult to find information on him that doesn't go into this damn TV show. (laughs) Um, But anyway, he was was on the board who helped to – he was in horticulture, and he helped to be able to figure out how to to modify the seeds of watermelon to be able to make it easier – to cultivate them in multiple different climates and stuff like that, how to take it from just being, um, it was an African fruit primarily, and they wanted to be able to grow it in different parts of the world as well. And this is also where a lot of that fucking racist caricature of black people like a watermelon come from. Ah. So they adapted Ah. the seeds. They adapted the genetics of the seed and made it able to transport. And I'm, I, y'all, don't quote me. Get the fucking shit. Research it for yourself. I'm just barely remembering something I read. God only knows how long ago. <laughs> okay? I'm just barely remembering the shit. So y'all look it up. But the man's name is Charles Frederick Andrus, and he was involved in it. And at the time that he was doing it, and this is probably why you can't find information on him too much. Because why doesn't he even have a wiki page? You know, like why can't I put in Charles yeah, Frederick Andrews wiki? Let huh. me just see wiki. Nope, I don't have a wiki for wow. him. Wow, you would really think. You would really think. There's none. You, oh, that's wow. so funny this too. That reminds crazy. me of um, Paul Mooney had this joke. He was like, you know, he's like, why are people so funny? They want to, like, fuck up the whole world, pollution, you know, fuck around with, you know, seas and soil. And then when it's all screwed up, they want your help to clean it up, talking about let's recycle. Yep. 
motherfucker. Uh-huh. And they make money off of it. That's we crazy. Give, look at y'all. We give them free labor, and they make money off the shit. He's right. Fuck them. I would throw the shit out. I, I can't. I can't do it. I was dying. I was like, I can't. Right <laughs> he is right, but I couldn't do it. You know, I have a heart for nature, so shit would fuck with me. I used to bitch my sister out. We moved from our beautiful neighborhood to black fucking Blackistan. Fuck you, USA. My sister would throw trash on the ground and stuff. I'm like, would you stop doing that? Go and pick that up. And she looked around. She goes, do you see all this motherfucking trash everywhere? Do you really think it matters? I know. Yeah, that's New York. I'm from New York. Yeah. I know. It's dirty. Everywhere is dirty, you know. Ugh, broken glass everywhere. Pissing on the corner so they just don't care. <laughs> And they're sucking it, and then he told me how you have to do it. You can't put it on the roots. 
You have to put it on the leaves, and the leaves take it down into the plant like water, and it kills the plant from the inside out. Whoa. That's the kind of poison it takes to kill this plant because it's that powerful and that strong, right? This is some alien wow. shit that can't even be killed by, you know, you couldn't take some baking soda and salt to kill this motherfucker. This is some alien shit. <laughs> okay. So this is how he's killing the plant. So that means that the ground everywhere is contaminated. It's not safe. I can't yeah. plant nothing. I was heartbroken. I was just, I went out. Got all this stuff, you know. Got me a nice little sun hat and shit and a trowel, and I was ready. Pet line. Oh. I was ready. Okay. Yeah, Cherry. I mean, I'm one of those hippie chicks, you know. I put up my tent. I would write, get up in the morning, go out in the tent and write, and they come out, and I was getting ready to go and yeah. play, and I saw him. Man, it just part, bust my whole bubble. It fucked my whole summer up, too. Yeah, so, I was doing it. I was doing it. Oh. Oh, what am I gonna do now? <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. That sucks. Yes, that's all right though. That's all right. It just means I can't do it here, and you know I can move. That's fine. I'm I'm already plotting that, and where I go, I will yeah, be able to grow. Yeah. I'm like one foot out of the country at this point. Girl, I am with you. I was talking about that on the air yesterday. We did our um, Dark Goddess Soul Day show yesterday. And I was on here with Diva Chaos Rain, and I was trying to help her plot how she was going to get her family yeah, to Hawaii. Yeah, I heard I said, that. Right? We yeah. need to. It's time to go. Let's go. It is. The rain is on the wall. Mm hmm. Rain is on the wall. I don't know where I want to go. I wanted to move to an African country. Oh, sorry. Country. I was trying to stop that, but not make it go. Anyway. Um, no, I wanted to well, move to an African country, but I'm not sure where. Right. See, I was thinking about Ghana. Yeah. Uh, then I was thinking Ghana. about... I Ghana. Have you? Ghana. How is it? Yeah, I want to go. Cool. Okay. What are the... I just kind of feel you like it'll really... be some welcoming, interesting, overwhelming, kiss the ground and cry kind of shit to me, you know? So, no, no, not at all. Um, it's funny because we go to the Af- we went to Africa, and I can't, I feel like I don't want to generalize, but for the most part, like, you know, it's a different kind of sense of, I feel like African-Americans, you know, we go and we are looking for, like, a, a strong connection. And you do feel it. You definitely do feel it. But you're all you're kind of like American first, and then you're, like, African descendant. Um, but Ghana was, it's a beautiful country, and of all the African countries, they tend to have more of a... Um, they have more of a connection with the African diaspora. Like, they make more of an effort to um, connect with um, people of the African diaspora than other African countries. Because they even have a program where if you want to become a, a Ghanaian citizen and you're of African um, descent, you're African-American, they have, like, a program for that. So I feel like for a lot yeah. of people in the States, yeah, of all the African countries, I'm always like, yeah, definitely check out Ghana. Um the food is great. The people are real cool. Um, it's a beautiful country. But, you know, it's, it's also like, like I said, like you go and you feel like, wow, you know, I'm I'm on African soil. But you also have this, like, wow, I also feel really different as well. Um, so mm. it's a very kind of interesting situation there. Yeah, it is. Can I be it real is. with you? I, I feel like I would have a more resonant experience to go to Greece than to go to Africa. Really? Yeah. Mhm. 
It's Not weird. Too. It's weird. I, I can kind of under. I can understand that. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. I yep. feel like I too. It just. It sounds really like this. Sounds really um shallow. But I also feel like with it got kind of tiring to like stand out everywhere because for the most part, Ghanaians don't have as much skin color variation as like Nigerians. And I'm kind of like in the middle. Like I'm. I'm like brown. And it kind of was, oh. like, getting to me, like, everywhere I went, like, I stood out. And, like, you know, black people everywhere will let you know they're looking at you. <laughs> Girl, yes, we can feel that shit. <laughs> yeah. Before we see which one of you motherfuckers it is, we can feel you, okay? Hell. So, like, they not going to say about that. Yeah, they're not going, they don't, they, they let you know, they're looking at you and, like, yeah, you don't belong here. So I'm like, I kind of wanted to, I would like to go to another country where, like, I feel like, okay, I can blend in a little bit more. Because I didn't think stuff like that would matter, but I feel like it does in a, in a way. It does matter. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm a little bit more brown skin, a little darker brown. Um, I'm not quite as dark as I would like to be, but I'm hoping that that will improve. Like wine, over time. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know hoping so, too. I'm kind of like... Yeah, I'm, like, in the middle. Like, I'm always, like, I can't really relate to either documentary, light girl or dark girl. I can't I can't really oh, relate God. to you. Fuck both of them goddamn <laughs> sorry-ass documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> I can't relate to either one of them shits either. It has nothing to do with color. Fuck both of them damn things. Um, I haven't watched them either, though, so I really shouldn't say that. I have only just seen other people's comments on Facebook, and by their comments, I don't want to see either. Yeah, I didn't. I did not like it. Um, I saw a little bit of both of them. Both of them, I felt like it got to a point where I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then, and then there was you know, like for light there was this part on the men were giving their commentary on the women, and it, it was just so shameful. It was so shameful and disrespectful. And I was like, I felt appalled that they even like gave these men like the, the mic to even say anything. Because it was just so, they were just rude and they were making jokes and it was like you're you're making jokes at black women's expense and you know it was just embarrassing. Well, what do we expect from the court jester of the world? Yeah, he's a clown. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> do what clowns do. Clowns exist to joke around and to look the fool. I don't expect anything else from that court jester of the world. I don't know why anybody else does. I don't think that we should. I don't think he's capable. He's the court jester of the world. He sure is. He sure is. Come on. You are so right about that. Every field that he dominates is what? Entertainment. Sports. Yep. To comedy. It's all entertainment. Yep. And I'm like, I mean, if you're going to do that, like, do it well and be of service to your community. But don't do it and then, like, shit all over, like, the women in your community. That's, like, where it becomes a problem. <laughs> Can they, though? Uh-oh. I mean, these, we're talking about a ugly, bearded woman. A ugly, jealous, bearded woman. That's who they are. Mm-hmm. They're ugly women. They're bearded women. They're jealous. Okay. And yep. they look at us, and we're we're so beautiful. They're enamored by us. They don't like that. They don't like that we make their dick feel a certain way. You know what I'm saying? If we got control over them and my control over their sick ass like that, they don't like it. 
true. So what what do they do? All right. What do they do? They start picking on you. Just like when we was in, in school and shit, we was kids. They throw shit at you and pull your hair and push you and hit you in the back and then run. And everybody was yeah. like, what? He likes you because these stupid motherfuckers are mess. They're genetically yeah. retarded. They are genetically retarded, okay? They are. Yeah. This malformation, yeah. they are the opposite of us. We will communicate. They will just do things. And you're supposed to understand by them doing things what that means. So they were just making a joke because they were trying to make light and they were trying to show a, a form of support and a way that we can turn it around. And that's all the shit that they're going to say. And we know what it really is. You a jealous bitch and you will not open your fucking mouth and at least say that. Yeah. Yeah. What you're going to do, because even the reason that his ass is doing this shit is because even though we're talking about some shit that's shameful and that would make a woman feel bad, the focus is on her. So what does the court jester do? Just like any jealous yeah, bitch child. Yeah, put back on him. Put the attention back yeah. on him. That's what the child is supposed to do. That's what a child does. Oh, my God. Does. That's exactly what a child does. Mommy, you paying too much attention to so-and-so, even though it's her fucking birthday. Oop, I fell. Ah! Mommy! Oh, my gosh. I had a little sister, right? It's true. It's what it is. Child will cry because you got a gift. It's her birthday. You didn't even think about me, you know? children. This is what children do. Children, they throw temper tantrums and fits, and when it's unbecoming for them to do so, they'll still find a way to make it about them. That's what children do. Yep. Oh, God. Right. And we get mad at this motherfucker because we keep expecting to see a man because we still believe in the spell of man. That's why I keep saying man, male, boy is a myth. It's an illusion. It's not real, and I hate that motherfucking shit. But give me the masculine and watch what I do, baby. Mm. X-rated. It's rated all. <laughs> <laughs> it's rated all. <laughs> Holy yep. shit, that's Valkyrie calling me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna... no. Oh, right. Lord. All right, everybody. It's Valkyrie. Oh, <laughs> ah, my God. Hi, I am live from New York City. It is snowing out here. New York City? Yes, New New York York City. City. The big, bad, dirty motherfucking apple. That's right. New York goddamn city. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Man, we were just um, just vibing and you had called in. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to bring Valkyrie in on the show. I am. Oh, you did it to me. I I was on my way to Whole Foods. You did it to me. I did. Cherry, what were you going to say, sis? I don't even remember. (laughs) No matter. It's all right. okay. We've just been vibing. It's been a good day. You know, Valkyrie, they're calling this shit Snowmageddon 2015. Oh, why don't they stop? They need to fucking stop. I mean, this is why I don't even watch the news because they 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 deal in fear and fear mongering. Yeah. So all the white people could go to the store and buy up all the goddamn toilet paper and the bottled water and the motherfucking tuna fish and the goddamn baby wipes. 
you know. Oh my God, please. What God. the fuck are they doing with baby wipes? I don't know. You know. <laughs> you listen. If you've ever seen them shop, like when they go to Costco and Target, they buy every fucking thing. So if there was a snowmageddon, like there'd be nothing left in the store. See, a bitch like me, I got smoke check. I got liquor check. I'm Boom. good. Cause yep. the bodegas right across the street. Don't play okay. with me. Say it. <laughs> That's Say my it. checklist. My checklist is very short. Very short. No more getting my ass. I wish a nigga would. Oh, goddamn. No more getting. No more getting. I heard this shit on the radio. Wait, in my defense, I did not make this up, okay? Right. I was on in the car on the way to the store to go and get water, toilet tissue, and sardines like a good little black person. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. That's okay. That is the black person's survival checklist. Water, toilet tissue, sardines, and Frank's Red Hot to put on the sardines. Anyway, I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm on my way to get that shit. And I hear them say on the radio that we're supposed to get like three to four feet of snow. 75 mile an hour winds, and that's on, listen, on Twitter, they're calling this shit snow fucking Maggette. You know what? They need to sit down, lay down, and shut up. Like, I'm over it. Because you know what, though? I feel like, I know know what my issue is. It's been like two weeks since I had a massage, and people started to get on my motherfucking nerves. Case in point, um, I don't know. If anybody remembers, uh, there was a blizzard here in New York. I think the whole East Coast got hit. It was back in 85. Now, if it wasn't six feet, it might have been around five feet, but I definitely remember it because I was in sixth grade then. Yes, a bitch of season. Um, and it snowed, it snowed all Friday night into early Saturday morning. And when I woke up, there was like at least, i say, about four or five feet of snow. So I'm asking... I was talking with um coworker about it, like he's older and he's Caucasian or whatever. Oh no, I don't think that was six feet because you know, I'm fifty eight years old and I remember like oh my god, like Ugh. just because you are old just because you are old and you are white, you are not the goddamn expert of everything. I know thing. like the <laughs> arrogance of it all. You know I, so arrogant. I'm over it. I said, you know what, this this is how it comes. I need to, I need to get a rub down because people people yeah. and their bullshit it's starting to irk me. And Alfred, you know this is spa week for me. It, it better is? be spa right. week for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna um give myself a I'm definitely getting one. Um, I'm gonna book it on Friday. I wish you would bring your ass here so we go to the spa together. You know, I can't. Fun. Listen, I can't go now. Don't forget it's coming. I can't go now. No, uh, no. So you and I cannot be snowed in together. Do y'all understand? Oh, people Lord that Jesus. Each other, that no, because you know why? Because you know why? I would have to tiptoe around you. Like, I hear you over there breathing. Breathing too loud. Bitch, fuck you. I am fucking bad. You take it back. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you breathing too loud. I, I heard you coming in. Um, lights go out at seven o'clock. Like you know, I couldn't. Do it. <laughs> it ain't. It ain't nothing, my nigga, to disconnect your motherfucking call. You sitting out here telling these bitches lies on my motherfucking show. 
In my motherfucking shit. I'm kicking you out of my car, bitch. You walk home. You walk wow. home, bitch. You walk wow. home. That's how you treat me. That's how you treat me. (laughs) Sit up here telling these horrible lies about me. It is horrible (laughs) lies. It's (laughs) true. Okay, everybody. Diva Fire is extremely picky, but Valkyrie is exaggerating her ass off. No, I ain't. No, I ain't. I bet you I ain't. I bet you I ain't. I bet you. I just have a way about my house. And my house is too small. And I need a bigger place. So, everybody, point your hand in my direction, and we're going to say the following prayer. Dear Mammon and all, that is all. We stand together in the need of Diva Fire to have a bigger house, enlarge her territory, and increase her coast, and let the niggas keep on signing up classes, and let the people keep on buying stones, and let the people continue to give unto her abundantly, exceedingly, above all she could ask to think, so that she can have a bigger house, so that when Valkyrie come chill, that she is not a crabby bitch. And Amen. Amen. <laughs> Yay, listen, yay, yay, men, hallelujah, and glory be. Noah Valkyrie, nobody asked you. How about that? <laughs> nobody fucking asked you. <laughs> well, people, <laughs> this is what I get for bringing Valkyrie on the damn show. Um, mm. <laughs> today, Valkyrie, we were talking. I'll tell you the whole story after we hang up, because, girl, do I have a story for you. But Saturday, as I'm getting ready for the class, my 17-year-old cousin hits me up and says, are you hiring because I need money? Hey, Triple, are you hiring because I need money? So I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you all about that after I bring the show to a close, and I am about to bring the show to a close. Would anybody like to speak, have any last words? Amenti, your mic is open. Um, Cherry, your mic is open. Valkyrie, of course, your damn mic is open. You're on my phone. Um, <laughs> anybody, anybody want to say anything before we brought it to a close? Um, uh, no, not really. Oh, I had a question, but it's like a totally another. Like it could take you on another tangent. I don't, I don't want to do that to you. Oh Lord! But then you don't want to tell me the question either. But you want to tell me there is one. I do, I know, it's not right, right? Okay, it's not right. Um, (laughs) I was just wondering if you could do, you know what it is? Okay, I was just wondering, because you had mentioned something in a video that you had sent, I think it was something you sent in an email on Sunday or something, and you peaked, it's something you said piqued my interest, and you were like, you you, you feel that black people are like the natives of America? And I don't know if you were like, huh? I said, yeah, we are. So are you saying you're not saying that you don't believe we're of African descent? You're saying that we don't you don't believe that we were descendants of slaves? I was just really like curious by that. Oh, okay. To hear what, more your thoughts. Let me expound on it a little bit. I'm not saying that we yeah. aren't of African descent. What I am saying is that we are not the descendants of slaves. Oh. What I'm saying is that there's a global effort to convince us that we are of slave stock and slave lineage, and we are not. I tell you who is a slave. All them motherfuckers who call themselves Slavic slaves. Right, right. Okay? i tell you something else about some slaves. Them Irish bitches, slaves, they were brought into the Caribbean to mate with black men there, to breed the mulattoes that they brought into this nation to try to replace us as the Native Americans today. Mm. Okay? Now, that 
We got less than five minutes before this bitch kicks us off line. Thanks, Cherry, for waiting until I'm last sorry. I know. I know. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, do what I can. Do what I can. Right? Shit. But that's, that's what I was getting at in that. And, um, you know, okay. there's. There are so many other ways and t- means and times that we could talk about that and expound on that. And I hope people yeah. who are far smarter than me will be able to come in and share some more about that as well. But yeah, I would love that. That's kind of really interesting. That's what I was thinking. I was a history on. major, so it really kind of, like, you know, hit a nerve for me. So, yeah. Right. I know. Because they, they, they taught you the history that they taught us. But you have to right. go outside of what they tell us and learn all the other stuff. There's such a there's a, so much that we don't know. Even oh, the shit yeah. that I, I know think, it still ain't shit compared to what there is to know. And I think on a last note, I think a lot of black people really need to do more genealogy. Like I really think that's important because it's important to yeah. know your own family lineage and not just what's in the book. So yeah. Well, now what they do and we we did a show on this last um, year, and we had Fire Linus of WGAG Radio come through. And she was sharing with us, because I was reading this article, and I was pausing. I was having a hard time with it, because this there's this black family. They had always known they was Native American. All, they had all these pictures of everybody in their family, always had the same, you know, that Native American slick-ass hair and the light skin and the facial plates and all that whole shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody buys being a Native American. And so... They went and they took their DNA to get tested, and it came back that they had um, European DNA alleles. And they went huh. off, no, we've got Native American ancestry. We know we're Native American. This can't be right. Grandma's story is not going to be invalidated by this test, blah, 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 blah. So we got into a discussion on the show, and I was saying that it was one of a couple of things. One way is, A, yes, these people are European descendants. Because they are the mixed race spawn of Irish women and what we now know as Jamaican men. Uh huh. Okay. Uh-huh. To be sent here to represent a certain tribal energy and to call themselves after being native, so that when because all the shit that they did, they have to account for. So if they give a designation of native or Aboriginal or whatever, and, and let's just look at that Aboriginal. Ab, that you're not the fucking original. You're Ab original. Right, right. Nobody right. questions that shit, but you're not supposed to say it because if you ask questions and you're somehow a native, anti-native, or it's disrespectful and all this whole thing. And you know, I actually don't try to talk about these things live on the air because some of this shit is forbidden to know, especially by us mm-hmm. black people now. White person was telling you this shit, it'd be fine. 